1: Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Figure It Out, the show where we we blend whatever topic we want with our love for collectibles and figures. This week, we'll be breaking down sci-fi. We told you guys this was coming. It is. Um, and I did make the promise last week. I tried to get my dad on tonight. Uh, <laughs> he said maybe the next one he'll he'll join um so we'll we'll leave the sci-fi fantasy in hopes that he joins that one um, <laughs> I mean I won't say I did everything possible to avoid for him to be on this show but <laughs> you're you're, I I say you're a that. bad kid <laughs> the worst uh but no uh as you guys see we have a packed panel tonight starting off with Pete what's going on Pete
2: what's up everybody yo I have to say this is Probably one of the most difficult categories you ever put forth because I'm sitting there trying to make my list and there's just genres crossing over every which way. Sci-fi fantasy, sci-fi horror. I'm like, I'm annoyed already. I'm pretty annoyed. I had the
1: same
3: thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To me, what makes it more frustrating than horror is, we said this when we did our horror show, Mm -hmm. suspense is its own thing thriller is its own thing but we can kind of group it right yeah there are elements of sci-fi that you look at and you're like well this is really sci-fi and then you click on it and it's like nope i'm action adventure it's like yeah. how <laughs> like where, where did you go wrong so sci-fi is oof, not even i'll
2: I'll try to elaborate a little bit more when we start getting into like the top fives but i had to pick a good shirt for this one it's a science, science. you've been <laughs> warned
1: <laughs> nice. i love it i love it uh next up jd what's going on
4: what's up streamland how we doing out here today welcome bienvenue uh 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 good dog all that other stuff you, to to? <laughs> you know got to make an open space we are reaching
1: already. everybody look at this we are reaching everybody <laughs> um knowing our luck, we'll get comments that are all in different languages we don't speak.
4: <laughs> good, <laughs> good. Thumbs up yeah. you know it forces us
1: to learn or at least use Google Translate. I mean it's <laughs> Well I tell you what, okay. I've been watching um the show Queen of South. And oh, i tell okay. you i've been really trying to learn all my spanish from that show
3: <laughs> oh. wait can i say really quick so like you know a few a uh, few weeks ago i got to interview um these two cast members to the show who killed sarah and who killed sarah is like entirely in spanish but i don't speak spanish i we spoke english and it was fine but i wanted to like promote it on twitter and reach like you know, obviously a different audience. Listen. So I called my best friend Cindy, is half Dominican, half Cuban, and I was like, "Can Ooh. you help me like concoct a tweet in Spanish?" And she's like, "Yeah, I speak Spanish fluently, but I can't spell it. So I'll ask <laughs> another friend." So like, we had like three or four different people like checking because I'm like, I don't want to go on Google Translate; it's going to like completely fuck it up or something. It's like I no matter no matter make-
4: what, it's messed up. If you watch <laughs> yeah. Narcos on Netflix, right? And yeah, I love that show. It, and I'm like, yeah, the what he said in Spanish is not what's being translated. in the That's what, she like, oh.
3: <laughs> That's what she told me when we like she went and watched Who Killed Sarah? And she's like, yeah, great show. She's like, but some of that translation isn't yeah. correct.
5: <laughs> so yeah. it's like I'm, I'm, stuck.
3: <laughs> I'm watching the last season of Attack on Titan. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. And
4: it's only subtitled, it's not dubbed. And I'm right. like, right. I know that's not really what they meant to say.
6: Not
1: at all. <laughs> not, that, I mean, so. not, not at all. And it's crazy because I remember everyone told me in high school, like, <clears throat> when we had to pick a language, they were like, Juwan, learn Spanish. Like, it's going to yeah. be very crucial you learn Spanish. And I was just like, no, China's gonna take over the U.S. very soon. <laughs> I'm like, I'm learning Mandarin, so when I tell you I'm fluent only in Mandarin, <laughs> so one day, one day they you are you really though? Because I am extremely like... fluent in Mandarin. Are you serious? That's... Also, are you yeah, fucking I'm, with us? I, no, I legit was like one of like four people that took that class. But
3: that's a language that most people who aren't, say, you know, from those specific areas in China know. Like, that's amazing. I'm impressed.
1: It it honestly was the only one. It was French, it was Mandarin, and it was Spanish. And I was just like, French, no. (laughs) And then I was just like... Spanish. He's
3: taking French. I,
1: right <laughs> I swear to you. I said to myself. I said Spanish. I think Dora got me with the basics. I think I can base. It, I think I can use my basics to get around. Um, but Mandarin. I'm gonna need that. And then it was just like, nope. I have not been able to ever use that ever uh, <laughs> since high school. Well, so when like, I was
3: in high school, they were like, you should learn Spanish. And I was like, yeah, but I'm Italian American. I should learn Italian. But no one here speaks Italian. So I like completely lost it. I knew it for like a week when we went to Italy. And when I came back, it's like, who speaks Italian? No one. And I'm like, and eh, now I know nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, th- I tell yeah. you what, the most stressful thing is to learn a language and then never have to use it for like a long period of time. Right. Um, yeah. The worst possible feeling. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so whoever responds to this episode on YouTube in different languages, one of <laughs> us has you covered. Um, next up, Joel, what's going on, Joel?
7: What well, is good. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know really have Cla- much Classic Joel. <laughs> I don't know what you want no. from me, honestly. No. I don't have a not- spiel. It's not that,
1: it's it's because of Zoom, when you do it like that, I never want to jump in and keep going, because I'm like, oh, maybe something like distorted and like he's trying to finish, and then it's like, nope, Joel's just always done, like, it's just going on. I'm
7: I'm not here. this bullshit. (laughs) D-U-N, there you go.
1: He's
7: Uh, a man of few
2: words, but they are important words.
1: That's why I'm like, when Joel speaks, it is important for sure. Um, oh no, your your green screen's green falling. Screen, <laughs> um I, I try to <laughs> this is a let anyway. that shit drop. Let it figure drop, baby. Let it drop. Anyway, no, I'm gonna put this back up. But anyway, welcoming back to figure it out. Tia, what's going on, Tia? hello
3: everyone this is hilarious john just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wanted to piggyback on what pete said where it was a little difficult for me to come up with like sci-fi things because i'm picking sci-fi i'm like that's a- no that's horror that's a- no that's not because like i was going to pick say 28 days later because i'm like that's kind of sci-fi but then i'm like no it's a no, zombie horror. movie so doesn't that make it horror and i'm like i'm just hopefully my my list is okay
1: (laughs) i'm sure it is i always say best thing to do is when you google the movies right in the um right in the description it tells you what it uh what it is
3: Um, sometimes i feel like it doesn't describe it properly i forget which movie i look at as you said it it said uh action thriller and i'm like i don't know i feel like that's a little sci-fi
1: um i don't know completely with you i it's It's one of those that you kind of have to interpret. Like, it depends on whatever you're using it for, it fits. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if someone goes, this was a horror movie. It's like, no, it's not. It's definitely just sci-fi. But, I mean, if I wanted to use Prometheus in a horror conversation, there's some elements there. Uh, I think Prometheus Prometheus kind of has a flip. What again, did
4: you say? I want to say it again, JD. Prometheus is dog shit. as a
3: flick. I, I love right. Prometheus.
4: It's gonna be sci-fi or
3: horror. I <laughs> loved Prometheus. Oh, my I thought my Michael Fassbender was great. Oh, oh, that was another thing. I had a bone to pick with JD while I was listening to the horror <laughs> spectacular part two. <laughs> and when he and when he said that he liked when he liked the redo of Nightmare on Elm Street, and I almost clipped off. I was almost, I was driving, I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here in sight. I'm here, fired up. I am a contrarian.
1: Um, it's okay to because I get my revenge on JD for that when I when I do talk Prometheus in this episode. So <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, I, hope you, I hope your dad will team up with me against you. No, my dad, my dad, my dad actually did like Prometheus. That I can definitely really did enjoy Prometheus. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I also was great in it. He doesn't support my <clears throat> my theory of Prometheus is a better version of what came before it, but he does agree that it's a good movie. Okay. It was certainly better than what came after it.
6: That's for sure. Prometheus,
3: too? I don't
1: know. I mean, I tell no, you, um, no covenant. Um, Cov-
3: yeah, covenant. yeah, covenant was yeah, so bad. It is. Yeah.
1: Covenant, you know what? It's funny because you know how everyone says they didn't like Force Awakens because it was just rehashing what the originals did in star wars covenant was it was legit trying to recreate ripley and it was just like all right come on guys like this is obvious like come on come on now um but let's kick this off top five best sci-fi movies i will kick this off so i'm not throwing anyone to the wolves early on i'll kick this off you know, so I can get yelled at early. So I, 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 <laughs>
5: um,
1: for my list, I start off with Cloverfield. Loved, it. loved every, every, every ounce of Cloverfield, how it was filmed, the idea that you never see the monster, you don't know what everyone's really running from, you just know that it's scary. Um, Matt Reeves did a phenomenal job um, with Cloverfield. And I remember I saw the trailer for it. And I was just like, nope, I won't be seeing that shit. And <laughs> my dad's like, I saw it, it's it's not scary, it's good. And I remember going, all right, man, let's try it. And I remember just sitting there just like, this is really freaking good. You know, I had my eyes closed for half of it, but it's really freaking good. Um, so to me, Cloverfield definitely deserves to be on that list.
3: Next- uh, fun fact about that, by the way, Jawan. Yeah. Um. Apparently none of the cast members, like, got the actual script of what like they didn't know the movie that they were filming or anything like nice. that it was a complete That's mystery fun. I didn't
1: know that Yeah yeah That's yeah
3: fun. Matt That's Reeves
1: cool. did a great job with that Uh let me in <clears throat> definitely was the first time that I was just like I don't know who this Matt Reeves guy is but I like what he does is That the, <laughs> the <laughs> vampire Yep
4: Yeah <laughs>
6: yep. Me too.
1: That was Chloe Grace Moret's uh first big 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 movie before uh Kick-Ass uh, really we got the, the original too, too. Say it again.
2: Check out the original too. I think it's yeah, a uh, Swedish, Swedish. Yeah, Swedish.
1: Okay. Yep. Put on my notes. Now. Hold on. All right. Um, next up, I am going Edge of Tomorrow, the movie that should have been better okay. if they had even an ounce of a marketing department. <laughs> oh, is that
3: you? the movie that has like two titles to it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And the crazy thing about Edge of Tomorrow is the trailer does not give you a clear idea on what that movie is actually about. So the trailer kind of makes you think it's an action. Um, uh, what's that movie with Bill Murray? Um, Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day. Right. It makes you think right. it's an action Groundhog Day. So it's kind of like, well, we've kind of seen stuff like this before. You know, a lot of people are like, I'm not really interested. But if you actually sit through that movie, it's not that it's not entirely that really. Uh, there's a lot more layers to that movie, so that's why when it came out on DVD, everyone was just like, "Oh shit, I just saw that in theaters." Um, so I, I enjoyed that
2: out. movie. That was a good
1: flick. I, yep. I definitely did. I don't know how they how they do a sequel to that, but I am very interested to see uh, where they can go with this this movie. Um, next up, I have Looper. Ah. Looper <laughs> was Perfect. so well done ryan johnson that's why when he got all that shit for star wars i was just like but he is a good director (laughs) like like maybe he doesn't need to be in star wars but directing he's really good at that thing um that movie had so many feels and joseph gordon levitt and bruce willis were just they were on on their a game in that movie and um I, i i always love how they can distort someone's face to where you kind of know it's them, but it doesn't really look like them. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, they they did an amazing job with his uh his his facial visuals.
2: That was prosthetics, right? They didn't CG yeah. him. Like, they oh, there's
1: prosthetics. Said
2: I think so. Yeah, I think oh, I remember okay. seeing something like that. That yeah. uh, they just made up like his schnoz to look like Bruce Willis it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, they they did a really 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 good job with that. And <clears throat> you know, I don't want to go too much into the movie, spoil it for anyone, but. Really, really, really good movie. If you have not seen it, please go check it out. Uh, I also have Planet of the Apes. And the version that I'm speaking of is the one with James Franco. Uh, the the first right. of that trilogy. Um,
4: oh, oh, where are, where's my button?
1: Shuttle- <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to disrespect that Planet of the Apes movie. Are that that thing is beautiful. I, I,
3: I think that people expect you to put the first one. Yeah. Like, you know, the original. No, I would have like rather you know said us. the and
1: Mark no, no. Planet of the Apes than uh, Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know no. my aunt loves it. I know people do love it. I, I'm sorry. I tell you guys all the time. I'm very much an in time person. So <clears> like to know that they yelled cut and then one of the monkeys just did this and then went, Whew, can I get a coffee? I hate it. <laughs> I like the idea of knowing that they look like actual monkeys or apes rather. Um, that means everything to me. um so and i'm sorry the feels of that movie where caesar first talks uh it's just everything about that movie is just so freaking well done and a lot of people forget this matt reeves did not direct that first one um he directed the last two and Mm -hmm. i do i do favor the first over the last two um but that's just because i think they're all high up there so it's like you know, you can go either way.
2: Between uh, I, this and Kong, you got like a real simian thing going here, man. Yeah.
1: No, because you know what it is. You know what it is. It's the way, and it's crazy because I don't like any of the Kong films outside of this, this new age one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like any of the Planet of the Apes movies outside of this new age one. It's the feeling that you get from Caesar and Kong in these that I don't feel like you really got with the other one. Uh, Wait, so
3: you don't like the 2005 version of King Kong with Adrian Brody and Jack was, Black? And I enjoyed that.
1: That I was a really that. good one. I loved the mm. feel of it. I didn't. I got, oh, no, no, no. So Not that I didn't like the movie. I didn't like the feel I got from Kong. Um, I really do like Kong being a very much sim- uh, sympathetic kind of, uh, of character that ultimately just wants to be left alone. I just want to be left. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. really it. He's the grumpy old, like, just leave me alone. Um, so I like what they've been able to, to kind of conjure from that. So um, Planet of the Apes, the James Franco one, makes my list. Um, my last two are, I put Terminator on there. Had to put Terminator on there. Um, I don't think I've ever thought jacket and shades look cooler on an individual. <laughs> um, Still to this day, like me and Joelle actually saw the last one that they made in theaters and I did enjoy it. I, I'm not comparing it to anything because I don't think that you should, um, but I really did enjoy it. I left there going, this is really good. I had a fun time with it. Um, it sucks that they probably won't continue with any of those characters yeah. <laughs> outside of probably yeah. Arnold. Um, mm-hmm. But I did truly enjoy it. And it sucks to hear that there was commotion between the directors, uh, James Cameron and um, the guy that did the first Deadpool, Tim. I think it's Tim. Tim sorry. Miller. Tim Miller. Thank you. Um, they did not agree on on anything about that movie. But whatever they gave us, I did truly enjoy. Uh, and last up, this is the one that I know I'm going to get yelled at for, but I don't care. I, I freaking loved it. I'm putting iRobot on this list. Uh, I thought that was a classic. I, I,
3: didn't under, I didn't understand that people like disliked it until social media age. I always grew up thinking people loved that freaking movie. I thing. tell
1: you what, T, I I love that you say that because the social media age will shock you. Like they'll come out and say like the, the craziest thing. You'll go, I didn't know people thought that.
3: Juwan, that's all the time growing up like <laughs> i i really liked the movie league of extraordinary gentlemen right mm-hmm. and i guess because i never like talked to anyone about it i was like i like the movie and all of a sudden i get people like i hate it f it <laughs> blah, blah blah same thing with like the star- same thing with the star wars prequels it's like what i am like I didn't realize people disliked these things until freaking I got on Twitter and I was like, "What am I even doing on this?" I'm shocked. I'll
2: meet you halfway, there, Tia. I liked League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I I'm mean, with I
1: love it. I'm with I don't it. know. It it that was hard for me. It that sucks really that the studio never never had faith enough to even attempt a sequel to that. Oh, uh, I'm I
7: know. <laughs> oh, that's why I like dreadful so much. It reminded me a lot of that.
1: Yeah, mm. but, yeah the real
7: dreadful, Tia that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um I will say fun fact I did not know this till maybe last week because of the USA channel I didn't know Alan uh Tudyk was the robot I had no idea just <laughs> last week when yeah. USA was like do you like Alan Tudyk and it's like I do and they were like watch him and I robot and I was just like that's who and they were like the hmm. robot I was just like Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, I love
3: the it. interaction with your TV that you just had.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, I like, that's that. I'm like, I do like Alan. How did you know? Alan um, was speaking no. in Moana. That's how talented Alan is. He is so freaking good. And I will say this, because as you guys can kind of see outside of Cloverfield, there is some form of a sentimental connection with all these movies. That scene where Will's talking to him in the interrogation room, Love it. One of I think that's one of Will Smith's best solid, performances.
4: solid flick, solid yep. flick. I, I'm yep. with you on that. I like it. I don't think it makes my top five, but I I really really like it. I appreciate that flick. Yeah, you know, well written, um, <laughs> well acted, well directed. Um, I I love Gene Triple not not oh my god not Gene Triple Um, uh, uh, the woman that hates Tom Brady. What's you it? What's her name? Me. Um, <laughs> here. The, the scientist that she hates Tom. anybody that hates Tom Brady I like them. so you know
1: she, she, well she, I tell you she, what as long so... as he's in Tampa Bay I hate Tom Brady so I'm with you <laughs> so the day he retires then I love him again
0: yeah.
1: Um but no it, it, that movie is definitely special to me it comes on stars yes. all the time and I appreciate stars for that because uh, I feel like it doesn't really come on anywhere else so I'm like thank you stars money well spent um but uh yeah so that's my top five so i robot prometheus cloverfield planet of the apes terminator edge of tomorrow oh no no that's way past five sorry um uh, <laughs> completely forgot how to count
4: one uh, of them was an honorable mention you're good
1: yes perfect go. we'll, we'll yeah. say that but i definitely just forgot how to count <laughs> <But> <laughs> see i'm gonna pass it to good, you good you job <laughs> My teachers would go. I I knew it. I knew he was not smart. I was telling him.
3: (laughs) I said it all the way back then. I called
1: his mom daily and was just like, he just doesn't get it, ma'am. But no, Tia, I'll go to you next. What's your top five for sci-fi?
3: So I have like a really just weird list. And I have resigned myself to just realizing that what I like is just probably not what anyone else likes. And that's okay with things. So (laughs) my list is going to be I have to put Snowpiercer on it I love that movie all right um it's I think my favorite Bong Joon-ho um you know film I love Chris Evans in that role I love the concept I have actually just started watching the show I'm sorry JD you were gonna say something yeah, I just started watching it. I mean, it it feels different than the movie, but I have to expect that it would considering it's not directed by the same person, you know, yada, yada. But just love Snowpiercer. I didn't think I was going to. I thought the concept was going to be a little too weird for me. Um, but then when you just like watch it and you get into the actual story, it's it's one of my favorite movies. Um, so and Snow- I'm
4: sorry to interrupt you, but that, that was a comic book that came out in the 70s.
3: I See, I didn't know that at first. It was a French
4: comic book, yes.
3: Yeah, and then I learned that and I was like, that's so cool. Um, And again, as you said, JD, the show is is good so far. Um, I'm still in season one, but I'm liking it as I go. Um, The next one I have to do is Donnie Darko, just because, you know, that was like my error growing up. Uh, (laughs) Every angsty goth teenager like myself liked Donnie Darko, so I have to put that down. Um another is I really like the movie Splice. I don't know if you guys remember it. Yeah. Um Natasha so Yeah. Like you yeah. guys, you guys like it, but if you go online, people hated that movie. And I'm like, <laughs> this again, this is what I'm
1: saying. I go oh, online. And I'm, I'm like, sorry. apparently my, my taste
4: is trash. I apologize. I confused it with species. Yeah. Species was in Natasha Henshridge.
1: I know oh, uh, you're talking about, JD. That's "That's what right. you're talking about. They made like yeah. three or four of those.
3: But
1: uh, splice no, no. felt like splice.
4: it was, a, it was a, like a, not a sequel, but like it felt like it continued in the same vein because it was genetic engineering with aliens, right?
1: Right. Really quickly, see, I do want to say the biggest reason why I think Splice gets a lot of uh, a lot of flack is the same reason I think Shape of Water gets a lot of flack. Oh, because you know, of the
3: weird you know, sex scene? <laughs>
1: no, well, yes. Yes, very weird sex scenes oh. in both of those movies. But more specifically, if you're not paying attention to the story, which is very, not hard to keep up with, but you have to actually be be willing to pay Engaged. attention to it. <laughs> right. The, the look of it is just so weird. I think it took a lot of people out of it. So I think a lot of people, yeah. I think more people can tell you what the movie looked like and less about what the movie was about. And I think that's the disconnect because they just look at it and they're like the visual creepy. Don't like it. Movie was horrible. So when you actually sit and watch shape of water, uh, which is very weird, but good story. Same with splice. Um, They're, they're actual good movies, but just the visual of it, if you're not paying attention, easily someone can say that that's, that's horrible. So I think that's, I think it's just a disconnect of not paying attention.
3: Possibly. Yeah. I mean, you're, most likely right there um and then my last two are going to be um eternal sunshine of the spot's mind don't know if you guys ever saw that but i really enjoyed that um it's with jim carrey and kate winslet and it's like a really trippy, weird movie that I just absolutely loved when I first watched it. And my last one is very weird. And again, my taste is just weird, apparently. And it's going to be the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because yes, that's sci-fi. And I love that movie. It is sci-fi. That is yeah, sci-fi. It's oh, It is, co- it is considered sci-fi. Because yes. they're, they're aliens, yeah, right. alien. <laughs> So it is a, and I think there's even a song in it where they're like sci-fi. No, actually, the intro song is they call it a sci-fi picture show. Yeah. So it's like that. That's um, that's my odd list there. Okay,
1: I like that list. Oh, I like it a lot. Nice. Um, it definitely feels like deep cuts because I still have not seen, and I know Tia. I still have not seen Snow Pierce. <laughs> so it's like Dude, solid uh, flick, man. Shocking. Solid um, flick. I'm 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 gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Chris
3: Evans is so, so good in it. Yeah. Like that was the movie that I saw of his while he was in the middle of playing Captain America. That I was like, give Chris Evans other things other than Captain America. He's so good. He can like really lead the charge in a movie. And the concept is just so good, Juwan. A whole like take away the idea of oh the whole world is in the middle of a ice age and they're on a train for 17 years it's this one cart of people being treated like dog shit being you know killed given barely any food while the rest of the cars are living in like lavish luxury and when they even try to ask for scraps they're like you should just be lucky that you're even here that we even let you on the train. So it's like just this whole great, like revolution sort of story. And it's just, it's so good. And visually, it's amazing.
1: Again, Chris Evans, yeah, I, it's great. You know? I will say, luckily you, have, you had me at Chris Evans, so. <laughs>
3: uh. <laughs> I didn't need to sell you on all the other things, it, just Chris Evans. All, all the
1: other stuff was just like, oh, okay. No, no, no. you had me at Chris Evans. Um, but no, I oh, actually did, oh, go ahead. I, and you would have appreciated my honorable
3: mention. I considered putting pushed down.
1: I was like, I to that. push so bad to you, so bad. Push that. I do not know that
3: one. What is that?
1: Pushes with Chris Evans, where they have like the uh, oh, like yeah. the okay. genetics and yeah,
4: yeah, okay,
2: telekinesis. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, point.
1: okay, yeah. yep. It, that it was, was like the one. uh,
4: it was the the lesser known Looper. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, not Looper. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Jumper.
7: Oh uh, yes, I like Jumper more actually, personally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's like. How dare
1: you? (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I appreciate that because Jumper will be mentioned from Juwan in this episode. So I appreciate that. And you guys know, Kate Christensen, anytime that man's in something, I'm probably the only one in this movie. uh, I think it was uh, Speak or or something like that with Jessica Alba, where he was like in a coma the whole movie. And she was like trying to, um, well, I won't won't spoil it, but yeah. Oh, the one on
4: the deathbed. He was in a hospital bed.
1: Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, Terrence Howard, Jessica Alba. I was like, Dad, we gotta go see this. He was like, Why? I'm like, Darth <laughs> Vader is in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> take me. Just shut up and take me. Uh, even Takers. I love Takers with him in it too. That was a that was a really it cool thing. yeah, that was a really cool cast. Um, but no, so I am glad Joel said that, but you know, stop disrespecting push, sir.
3: Not disrespect that. Uh, <laughs> <preference. laughs> uh Joan, I think the the podcast that we did with push is still like our most successful podcast it really ever is,
1: <laughs> you know what i was so happy because i'm like there are others it's like <laughs> there are others like, there? <laughs> like when wanda finds more mutants like that's how i feel every time i'm like people really did love this besides me and tia like <laughs> people enjoyed this um and it it? because everybody is now a way bigger star than they were when they first did oh. that so we'll never get a sequel to that damn thing um but all right moving us right along JD I'm gonna pass it to you oh your list?
4: gracious okay um so it's it's hard not to mention you know the great epic that is the very first 1977 Star Wars film you know I mean it, it for me that's it I was never a Star Trek guy that that was ah you know that was that was the epitome of a hero story for me. Um, after that, well, we got um, the second Ripley film, Aliens. Just the whole troop, uh, the, you know, the colonial marines and, and that, that, that truck that now goes for like 500 bucks from Aya. Um, that tank, I, I just, I love that. Um, you know, this, it was about a mom trying to get her, you know, protect her kid. So even from the aliens' point of view, the Queen, you know. Um, so after that, this one is like a tie, because I kind of feel one is a spiritual successor of the other. But um, um, Total Recall and Running Man, you know, it just feels mm-hmm. like one can go right into the other, and and you know I mean, oh, the great fucking flicks. And I didn't find out until recently that Running Man was a Stephen King fucking uh, uh, story. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, so that's awesome.
2: And Jay, I, he- I have to, to chime in, and you're going to understand this one. Yeah. <laughs> that was my guy. Dynamo was my guy. <laughs> yeah. I got that shirt somewhere, and I I was oh. going to wear it. Oh,
4: my God, dude. Just The, the lights and the opera. the um, <laughs> opera. Yes, the opera. <laughs> But I mean, you know, in, in in Total Recall, who who doesn't today at this age still use the word quato? For describe who the fuck is that quado? I mean, look at you, look at, you know, um no, no, doesn't bite, it doesn't it doesn't carry over. It's my age group type of deal. All right. <laughs> I I didn't use
2: I, got, I didn't go for that one.
1: I will say JD on the Total Recall uh point. I know, I know, I know, but what got me into Total Recall was the remake, with Colin Farrell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. So, okay. I, know, you, I so thought Colin J.D. was
3: gonna be like, oh, so where's the mute button? Because to me,
1: to me, I'm not saying it was better. I'm just saying I saw okay. that and I was just like, okay, let me see what the original was talking about. Like okay. it took for that for me to go, okay, all right, I'll go back. Okay. Okay,
4: okay. Uh, this is definitely going to say my age. Um, It is a long film. It is a boring film. But it set the trend for so many cinematic looks. Space Um, Odyssey?
1: Which one? Space Odyssey? Try and guess what you were going to do. That's what I thought you were going to say.
4: That's (laughs) even more boring. No, I'm going to go Blade Runner. The Megalopolis (laughs) in in Blade Runner, you know, um, how many elements have, you know, almost Every Japanese anime uh, um, thing—it doesn't even have to be, you know, out of space sci-fi. It just has that megalopolis look, right?
6: Yep. Um, you know, uh,
4: um, what was the movie? The the a thousand planets. What was it? Um,
7: thousand yeah. worlds. Yeah.
2: That was a. Th- oh
7: man. Yes.
4: Yes. Um, whatever the guy that that. Uh, whatever. Okay, so we'll move on because that's that's something else. Um, so, so Blade Runner, Blade Runner, you know, because it was, it it was a it was a Shakespearean flick, you know, because at the end of it, you were really on Rucker Hauer's side, you know what I mean? He was just trying to live, he was trying to get away for his cyborgs, or, you know, androids, replicants, right. whatever mm-hmm. they were called. He just wanted them to live. So there's that one, and booker um, Bonza. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Peter Weller, pre-RoboCop. Um, he played a Japanese guy. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, back operation.
3: in the day. <laughs> um,
4: but he, he you know, he was a rock star. He was a scientist. He had a gang of guys that had a, a cowboy fucking um, a, a father and son that they were plumbers, that they built science fiction uh, ray guns and and you know John Lithgow acting like this crazy Russian scientist, that got possessed. So, um, so there's you know there's that. And then my honorable, honorable, honorable mention is The Fifth Element.
7: I was just gonna oh. <laughs> I love The Fifth yeah. Element
4: because you know that's uh, oh. that's what this guy wanted to do before he did uh, The Thousand Planets, whatever what? the hell that flick was. You know, uh, Blade Runner was supposed to be one of those things, and it had. The Megalobis. I mean, fucking uh, uh, Bruce Willis ordered takeout right to his fucking window. Yeah,
1: you, no. you gotta start patenting things like that when you do it. Um, but no, Jay, I
2: want to know. I'm sorry, Juwan. No, go ahead, which, which version of Blade Runner? Because I know there's like the regular one, the theatrical, the director's cut, and then there's like the other director's cut that came um, out later.
4: All right, so I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Channel Eleven cut.
2: Okay. Whatever it was. Because <laughs>
4: that's, yeah, that's you know I grew up poor. I didn't get to see a lot of flicks in the in the movie, so I would see that one on Friday nights uh, because it was a long runtime. But um, I did go to see the last final cut of it in the theater, mm. and I, I I didn't see anything different. There was definitely more um, uh, allusions to you know uh, Harrison Ford being the Blade Runner. Yeah, and, that and was the James big Zolos. difference I heard. Yeah. Edward James almost knowing it the whole time. That's another thing. You know, you had a Mexican dude who was only speaking Japanese the whole flick, and you're just like man, <laughs> there were no subtitles. You're like, what the fuck is going on here, man? You know? Excuse me. He was a Mexican dude playing French that only spoke Japanese.
1: Ah. So talk about conundrum. Yeah. Um,
6: <clears throat> no, I
1: like that. Listen, I like what you said about um, Blade Runner because I definitely felt that. <laughs> I really? felt that with both of them. I felt that with the original, and then I felt that even more with the Ryan Gosling one. I was just, I was just oh, this is a lot of story. <laughs> it was a lot
4: of story. It could have been tripped down a little bit more. You know?
7: I have had to stay up through any of them, either of them.
1: Yeah, and you know what? It made me laugh <laughs> because the big talk was right around when that came out, right after that came out, everyone was saying, like, this director should do Batman Beyond or he should do a Batman movie. And I was just like, with all this fucking story? Absolutely. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Say the
3: fuck away.
1: Yeah, I'm like, hell no, I don't want... But I will say for Batman Beyond, that man can do futuristic. I mean, futuristic looked really good um but no I I don't need that much story (laughs) um my dad always yells at me because whenever I say I don't do that much story he's like but you love Godfather and that's only story and I'm like yeah touche okay
3: listen there's exceptions to the rules like you have to kind of love Godfather you know even if it is like three hours long even if it is like all this Story and everything. JD it. is shaking his head, and he's going to be blasphemous uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am going to be.
1: If you disrespect Godfather. Your tongue slowly rolls to like the back of your throat. Like that's just the rumor I heard. If you disrespect, uh-huh. Godfather. Um, <laughs> so
4: I will say. Prior to today's episode, I was watching the second Godfather. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I I stopped the last half hour. It was on one of the cable streams, mm-hmm. and yesterday we were watching part one. And it just, eh, you know, um, eh, I, you know, I'm not an Al Pacino fan. That's it.
5: I like,
3: I like everybody else, but Al Pacino. The the best scene in the first Godfather to me at the very least is when fricking, you know, the sister's husband is beating on her and Sonny comes running like hits him with the freaking trash can. And I think like for me Mm -hmm. in the first Godfather, like Sonny was my favorite character. What I
1: love most about Sonny was, is when he goes, what happened to you? And she's like, oh no, no, it's fine. And he's like, no, what happened? And then he's just like, where is he? And she's like, no, no, don't do anything. He's like, I'm not going to do anything.
6: (laughs) It's cool.
4: And then
1: he he rolled up on him and beats the dog shit.
4: So my two favorite characters in the entire Godfather epic, and I'm not counting Part Three. um,
2: There was no Part Three.
4: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) is is Sonny and Robert De Niro's flashback scenes as Vito. I will Uh watch two movies based on just those two actors playing those two parts. I don't think anybody else could have pulled those those parts. You know. That's fair. You know, I know we're talking, we're talking this, but to see Bruno Kirby again, young—I mean, forgetting that he was in there, Bruno Kirby is—I mean, yeah, I, I. Bruno Kirby is an unsung character actor. He was one of our pigeons from Animaniacs. You know, he was in City Slickers. Um, so uh, we lost Bruno Kirby too young, and just to see him in in, in the flashback scenes with De Niro. Ah, it, was a, it was a welcome
1: delight. I mean, I, I always go back to leave the gun, take the canola. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about good dialogue. Um, um, I, really which quick. Was
4: ad, it was ad-libbed. It
1: felt um, ad-libbed. It, felt, it, was it was too was good to be written. Like, that felt like someone I was just, just like, ad-libbed. this might be yeah. dope as hell to say. Um, <laughs> but, um, go ahead, Tim. No, I was just going to say the
3: restaurant in the first Godfather where Michael, um, you know, is talking to, like, the father of the, the woman he ends up marrying in Italy and everything. I went to that restaurant. Like, it's still there oh, nice. in oh. Italy, which is, like, really cool. That's um, cool. It wasn't open the day I went because it was, like, hailing, practically, because I went
1: around Easter time. But, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask you, was there a gun in, in the toilet? But <laughs> Uh, I could
4: ahead. listen if we I could take you on a tour of all the goodfellas fellow locations between Howard Beach love and Canarsi we're out in All large, right so right in the one, middle of that.
3: one last story I really truly feel like I got out of a like ticket one time because I had a copy of goodfellas in my car <laughs> like the cop is like looking in the in the in uh in my car and everything and I'm just sitting there like yeah. I am intoxicated right now and it's not the best thing or anything. Holy and then he like shit. sees the fr- and then he like sees the freaking like thing. He goes, is that good, Phyllis? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, talk, talk, talk. Okay, just, you know, it's, it's late. You should go home. It's like,
1: yeah, I have a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be hilarious to tell somebody that worked on that movie. Like, you know, you know, your movie saved me from a ticket, right?
6: <laughs>
7: like, <laughs> jail, at the very okay. <laughs> least. Yeah,
1: jail yeah. ultimately for sure. Um, the money, karen Where's the money? Uh, love that movie. God, I'm. Um, you know, I was. Uh, I
3: was 22, so you know, I'm 31 now, I'm much wiser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, all right, moving on along. Uh, Pete, I'm going to go to you. What cracked your top five?
2: All right. I I'm. I went all over the place here, and I specifically tried to stay away from movies with uh, – I mean, every movie has the protagonist, but I specifically tried to stay away from, like, a more superhero-esque kind of thing. So not mentioning The Matrix as much as I really enjoyed okay. – that movie so I I try to stay away from that but I I do kind of break my own rule later on but (laughs) number five was absolutely unequivocally The Running Man it's such an awesome awesome movie and I saw that for the first time on channel 11 like years and years (laughs) ago and -hmm. I'm like this is just so dope and I also was surprised when I finally learned that it was a Stephen King flick but as always clap if you love Dynamo he was my guy like just Fucking awesome shit, uh, and then Richard a- Dawson as the as the yeah. show host. I mean, Castle, dude. I mean, I never knew him on Family Feud, but still that was pretty, like, I, I, I grew up with Ray Combs. So it yeah. was what it was. Okay. I
1: grew up with Steve Harvey. No, but I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Listen,
2: Steve Harvey is the best thing to happen to that show. When Nobody ever mentions
1: now. the guy from Home Improvement,
4: but okay. Yeah, no, 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 no one
1: ever does. No one ever <laughs> talks about him, <laughs> ever. Yeah, well, I can't even really find, like when you type in um, funniest Family Feud episodes, It's like he doesn't even exist. It's It's like he was dry. Timeline.
2: His whole thing was dry. His whole character was was dry. And listen,
4: Richard Dawson got some. He got some booty. You know, he got some booty after that show. He kissed everybody. I don't care. (laughs) Black, white, Spanish, Asian. Didn't matter. He was like mom's, grandma's.
2: Didn't matter none. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Number four, the only, only movie that can still make me cry armageddon
6: Ooh. Uh...
2: Okay. And this has nothing to do. This was long before my, you know, my father passed away two years okay. ago. Armageddon was years ago, and I'm still like, Bruce Willis stayed on the asteroid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: If you didn't cry during that scene, then you have no soul. I agree. It,
1: that's just that's just how it is. And I mean, oh, Steve Buscemi you're just feels right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Steve <laughs> Buscemi ruled back. that movie for me. I love yeah. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. Captain America landed us on a plate of solid iron. How can you know that? Because I'm a fucking genius. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. (laughs) And let's not forget Michael Clark,
4: Duncan. I mean, that man can can do
2: no wrong. he's up there
4: and he's got his pants down, and Tom's give him a shot. And you just (laughs) see that big hunk of ass.
2: (laughs) Come on, baby, come with it. I stole that flick from you, man. I'm sorry. 100%. Yeah. And I wasn't on this show. I believe it was Saturday when, Juan, you had mentioned him in Daredevil, I think. Yep. And, and I think he was the only good thing about Daredevil for me. And I was like, that was the first real, you know, race swap for me. And I'm like, ah, that, what are they doing? And then I saw it and I'm like, I was 100% wrong.
1: You know, um. I am Colin Farrell, by the way, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sian. Did you really? I'm Who really are serious. you? I don't even know I you. I really did. I'm sorry. When he made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. You, you say that, but I never thought of weaponizing a paperclip. So he did it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, they do unfold like that. Genius. Loved him. Loved his book. You never
2: made a paperclip bow and arrow with a rubber band and a pencil? Nope.
1: Nope, uh, no. what, what kind of childhood? Had childhood. You, had. <laughs> you had an easy childhood, apparently. Wait, time out, you just saw me mess up five, and you think I was creative enough to do something? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have it in me. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead to you.
3: I was just gonna say, I saw Green Mile like really late in life, like last year, late in life. Um, and <laughs> Michael C. Duncan like made me cry in that movie, and it made me really sad that he had passed on because I was like, damn. That, ah, oh. but anyway, you were saying how Michael C. Duncan was the best thing about Daredevil. I'm like, you know, even though Tom Hanks was in the Green Mile and he was really good in the Green Mile, it's like who really cared about Tom Hanks in the Green Mile compared right. to Michael C. Duncan, you know? <laughs> 100%. I,
2: I just have to say, the best line in Daredevil was Wesley, go home. But, but, sir, Wesley, yeah, I was born in the Bronx, go home. Yeah. This is something you wouldn't understand,
4: yeah. Uh, you know, I I feel Vincent field takes um a lot from Michael Clark yeah. Duncan. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because he wasn't a fat boy; he was just a big,
1: it was stature, fucking
4: yep. beasty boy, man. And, and what's crazy
1: is Michael Clark Duncan was just a black version of the kingpin we saw in Spider-Man the animated series.
4: Hundred percent. Okay.
1: Why I was like oh my God, they did it. And then it's why when when they cast Vincent D'Onofrio, I was just like, they're finding a a way in the middle because there aren't many people that are built like Michael Clark. Right. No. Um, So I'm like, I get it. But when you see Michael Clark Duncan, he had the cane just like Kingpin did in Spider-Man. Everything.
3: Well, that's why I liked it. Like, I really love Vincent D'Onofrio's portrayal of Kingpin, and that's what I loved in the third season Great. when he donned the white suit. I was like, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Come and on, then Netflix was like, so
1: we can get the cane. And
3: yeah. then Netflix, Netflix was like, and now I'm taking it away from you. And it's like, Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs>
4: and, and listen, you mentioned that Kingpin is spider of the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know he was voiced by a black man, right? Roscoe Lee Brown, dude. Um, was he has a
1: There was something a, real swaggerish about He has them. a <laughs> yeah.
4: very iconic voice and I mean this guy has done uh, I mean you know, he did a bunch of Disney things, uh, Logan drawn, Cowboys, he did Treasure Island, the animated one mm. um, Dude He <coughs> Excuse me, his voice is almost as iconic as
2: James Earl Jones, really yeah.
1: Well, now that I know that, I will definitely put that up there for
2: sure. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Pete. Number three, I, nah, it's funny. Jay had said uh, Total Recall, and I was tossing between this one and Total Recall, but I went with Terminator 2 because that okay. was just – I mean, I was in probably like yeah. fifth or sixth grade when that came out, and it just blew my mind. Like, I – wanted everything terminator t-shirts toys whatever i could get my grubby little mitts on yeah, that was so dope for me After um, you,
1: Pete, do yeah. you believe that that is the greatest sequel ever made
2: absolutely okay 100 yeah. I, I, I mean i would be i'd be hard pressed to find a a, a sequel that eclipsed the first one in such a way because i i thought two two was better than one i really did yeah.
1: The reason why I really want to agree with you is I know everyone listening will immediately go, oh, Godfather 2. But what Pete's trying to say is there is an actual debate you could make about what was better, 1 or 2. There right. ain't no debate about what was better, Terminator 1 or Terminator 2.
2: It was And that's that's, that's the thing better. about it is right. there are times when the sequel is better, right. for sure. But again, you, you have to argue the case for the first one. I like Ace Ventura 2 better than Part 1. But no that's a whole other. I, I
3: I think I do too. Like it's, looking back, I think I like Austin the second one better. too. The second, yes, Austin Powers, Powers two is better. Oh man, Austin so, Powers <laughs> is that no, sci-fi? Yeah, Can
1: that be considered sci-fi? Yeah, I guess so. I
3: guess <laughs> yeah. so. to a
1: degree, to a degree.
2: Number two, <laughs> ahead, Pete, sorry. Interstellar. I love that movie, man. <laughs>
7: that movie fucking. I, is.
2: I love <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Sci- like sci-fi movies. I like oh, visuals, man. You. I like pretty stuff. Like, I want to see some outer spacey bullshit. And mm-hmm. that movie was chock full Whoa. of outer spacey bullshit.
4: I'm sorry. I apologize.
2: What? I confused Interstellar with inner space. With ah! <laughs> Although I did come across that while looking through these movies. And the first thing <laughs> I remembered was, I, you just digested the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Honorable mentions, I have to give a couple here. Uh, Aliens, for one, but I didn't really want to include that in the main list because it was more horror for me, so I stayed away from that one. Uh, Another one called Life Force, which is a very unsung 80s movie, but if you've ever seen it, uh, let's just say the main antagonist of that movie, she kind of made you wonder if maybe she just wanted to get
1: eaten by the alien. Maybe you do. (laughs) and uh species movie made me say that it was just same
2: idea same general idea
1: i will die right now for that woman
2: (laughs) i I don't know if anybody saw the wandering earth on netflix but that was pretty dope visually chinese yeah yeah chinese flick yeah really cool flick a lot of cool you know outer spacey stuff and i'll touch more on that later when we go into some more lists but number one bar none Hundred percent. This is possibly the greatest sci-fi movie ever, and I know I said I was not going to list some superhero shit, but he doesn't have superpowers, so I'm not opposed to putting Flash Gordon at number one.
6: <laughs> Can't do it.
2: He'll save every one of us. <laughs> Damn, fucking right. <laughs> but not the Jets to
4: championship. Hard. Brian Baldwin, that's fucked, man. It's one of the greatest slides. Oh, man, man. Pete, the three of them are like,
2: please, <laughs> 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 It's Oh, God. I I would look forward to that movie every time it was yes, on sir. TV. So good. Yes, sir. Shit.
1: I love the list, Pete, and I love the honorable mentions. All right, Joel, you're ending us out on the topic. What you got for your sure.
7: top five? All right. So uh, you guys took a couple of mine, well, at least two of them. <laughs> so I'll start with T2 because T2 was on. Okay. I'll say that's my so that's five, I guess. I love Terminator, especially Terminator 2 specifically. It's probably been the best Terminator movie. Even though I did enjoy that last one we were talking about, uh, Dark Fate.
6: Uh, I, I did enjoy that one. Okay. Uh,
7: but like I, we were just talking about, like T2 is like so much better than the first one, and and that maybe had a lot to do with the fact that they put a lot more money into that second one, <laughs> so it looks so much better. Um. But it's like the epitome of a, like a nineties action movie. It was Terminator 2. so that was my fifth one. Um, let's see, I have Ready Player One. I really, really dug that movie, um, movie. a lot. Uh, there had some, I mean, there were some people that didn't love it, but I mean, I really uh, dug the shit out of that movie. The whole idea, the premise, the the visuals, the everything about Ready Player One was like, awesome, and just it was definitely like a fanboy. Fucking candy shop you just watch it and there's so many different cameos with people from different everywhere, everywhere. They you, you almost show up in this damn movie. So I really love uh, ready. The Putt- fact
4: that they were able
1: to pull it off is like
7: wow. Yeah, exactly in general. Right. I it's- never
1: thought I'd see Batman and a Gundam.
7: <laughs> <laughs> right? Gundam at the end of that movie was so awesome. <laughs> Didn't they even use Cole?
4: They used the fucking play from Cole. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Glade showed up. I was like, I can't
7: believe it. That's you know? <laughs> a good movie. I I, I loved yeah. it. Let's see, RoboCop. Uh, pfft, yeah, I love. Being I like. I, I've said it here oh. many times. I love RoboCop. Uh, I grew up with RoboCop. RoboCop's one of my favorite <laughs> characters. So you'll be hearing his name again. But the movie itself, um, one of my favorite all-time movies as a kid was uh, that. <laughs> rated our Robocop movie. Um, um and like I've I've definitely left like Marvel DC and like even Star Wars off a lot of this. So just I just kept separated. So I'm not including any of those things uh, in this. Um I have oh one of my favorite movies honestly Pitch Black. I like the whole series nice. huh? I love the Chronicles okay. of Riddick. I love Riddick in general. Yeah. Uh, but I love Pitch. I remember the first time I went to go see it. I just didn't know what to expect and it just Blew my mind. I'm like, I want more of this. And he was such a badass character yep. in a world where you're like, he was the bad guy, but you like had to rely on him to survive. It was so awesome. I, uh, and, and like, Vin Diesel like, killed it as, as Riddick. So, that you was- know,
4: I bought the cartoon one and I couldn't get into it that <laughs> was supposed to bridge the gap between one and two. <clears throat> and it just didn't do it for me. It didn't, it felt like Aeon Flux. I was lost. Watch.
7: It was weird, all the animation. Yeah. It was, um, the, I, I prefer the live actions, obviously, and I think they're the yeah. making it. Think they're the fourth one in the making. Really? Yes, I, I think I, I.
1: But I tell uh, you what, the last what? one he did was really bad. So if you're gonna do another one,
7: he <laughs> was that, bad. I thought like that. One. Yeah.
1: I, I fair, very fair, very fair. But I just I was just like, ooh, this is a drop off. <laughs> like, okay. like,
7: okay. It went back to. Wow. The pitch black first off, yeah I like right
1: right right uh but uh, well, i will perfect. say joel i always think chronicles of riddick because it was the first time i ever saw carl urban so it was just like all right what a right. way to start carl urban um but yeah no my, my dad um one of the reasons he wanted to do this episode was to rave about the chronicles of riddick he yeah. got a game for, for xbox too. he loved that game.
7: That, game, that game i mean that whole concept was pretty damn cool Yep. Oh so, yeah. I love Chronicles of and the, well, the the whole universe, you know. Uh and my last one was uh Joan said it earlier, the Planet Eight movies, the numerous ones. I do really love the, the Planet Eight uh the trilogy. Um I really I really dug that whole concept one, two, and three. So yeah, that that was my final one. And I guess honorable mention. The MonsterVerse, that most recent Godzilla, King Kong. Like, I love the whole fucking MonsterVerse. Uh, and it ended with a bang with Godzilla vs. Kong. Versus, uh, Kong so. Yay. It was solid. It wasn't great, but it was
1: solid. It was yeah. Not- I I've, I've
7: dug, I've dug the whole MonsterVerse. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, um, I I will say, Pete, after we did our episode, uh, I went to, as Pia said before, uh, to Twitter. And I was just like, wow. A lot of people feel like I do, that... Kong really got his ass whooped a lot. In this movie. <laughs> like, okay, all right, okay, all right. Because um, apparently I'm a Kong apologist, so it was just like that's just cool. I'm like, no, he really got dragged this whole. Stop, thing. Tia, um, stop, bro.
3: What is the whole Kong apologist like? Are we supposed to hate Kong? No, like, yeah.
1: what it is is Tia is there's like an overwhelming support for Godzilla because he's just a cooler character, right? i get it so it was just like no one besides Jawan thought kong would at least put like would at least come close to defeating godzilla and you know i'm listening to the director go no 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 no. i made sure you know i wasn't biased at all like both guys have have like some really good scenes in this and i just went oh he meant both these guys have good scenes outside of fighting each other because fighting each other (laughs) There was nothing unbiased about what happened to Kong, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't I, I don't know how that writers' room went, but someone it must have been Joel. Joel must have walked in and went, "Guys, <laughs> it's Godzilla. That's a yeah. monkey." And was like, "Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Yeah. okay, yeah, let's let's
7: be real here, people. let's." Uh, let's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, no, I do like that your honorable mention is a monster. I just wish Kong Skull Island. Was sci-fi to be part of this list?
7: It's, it- it's sci-fi. And I survival. mean, th-
3: doesn't that count as sci-fi? Because it's like exactly. realistically, a massive fucking ape isn't real. Like right. uh, you it's know, that's sci-fi. Definitely- thing.
1: As much as I desperately wanted him to, I looked everywhere in every. God damn this!
7: I'm is- <laughs> a bro. That thing though, you're full of shit. That's why this is fine.
1: Everywhere listed it as action adventure. Um, it's
3: a sci-fi. I I view sci-fi as things that like couldn't happen in real life. At least that we know of right now. Yeah. Right. And there's
7: fi- scientific main characters in it too.
3: Wait, you yeah, said can so- happen in real life. Like that, haven't happened. Like, there's no giant ape in real life that's the size of a skyscraper. So it's like, that's sci fi. uh. Yeah.
5: You know?
3: So that's how I view sci fi. It's like all the other things. Like, if a movie has flying cars, yeah, we're getting to the part where in life where that may happen, but it hasn't happened yet. I tell you. So that's sci fi.
1: I I love how everyone's just like, man. In the near future, we'll have flying cars. I'm like, do you see how stupid these kids are? There's no <laughs> way we're having flying cars. Oh, please! They already have
3: you... the hover bikes. Yeah, but if you look back at, um, I think it was like the 1930s World's Fair or something. They're like, by the year uh, 2000, you know, they'll have flying cars. They'll have this. They'll have that. And it's like, we don't have any of that. <laughs> right. Yeah, we have TikTok. That's that's. What <laughs> <just like. laughs> We have phones that we can start Twitter beefs on and look up porn, <laughs> and that's about it.
7: All it's for.
1: That's all it's for. <laughs> to know, to know that Tia will be the person that <laughs> that describes what phones were used for in the future is hilarious. <laughs> it's like, not wrong it's like grandma what were phones used for it was just i ah, just decided twitter beef and porn oh okay and cat videos <laughs> and cat videos <laughs> okay
6: right.
3: that's, about it. that's about it
1: it's like wow um, grandma, that was a little honest of you it's like yeah no that's all it was it was just it was just one big, it was. one big TikTok and porn that's it um, yeah. all right let's keep this train going uh i keep having green screen this green screen for the life what the
3: happened? Movie. It usually is so good. You know what like it is? What is going on? I
1: think the green screen wants to be part of this show so goddamn mad. <laughs> that it's like, I, don't know, I think the just, green screen like is
4: pissed off at your choices. I was just there about to say, it it's happens to
1: certain takes that I have that the green screen <laughs> is like, let me drop down real quick. <laughs> um, all right, let's move along. Let's go our favorite sci-fi characters. I'll kick this one off. Um Terminator. Has to go up there. Has to just, it's just too iconic. It just is. Um, I'm actually going to put, I I know a lot of us were like, we're going to stay away from the Marvel DC stuff, but this is one of my all-time favorite characters. I'm putting Silver Surfer on there. Uh, I never thought getting Lawrence Fishburne uh, to voice him would have hit me as hard as it did. Okay. It was really good. I really, really, really did like what he brought to that. And again, I will defend that movie and say, excuse me, that the only bad thing about that movie, in my opinion, was the ending. That was it. That was it. But I say to people, they won't give Fantastic Four credit for everything leading up to that ending, but those are the same people that will tell you Dormammu was fine in Doctor Strange. It's just like, wait, 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 hold on. So Galactus can be be a floating cloud but Dormammu can be one giant face and the face wasn't it it, it looked the weirdest of, of all we, it was just like that's Dormammu oh yeah someone didn't try <laughs> like, yeah. there was no trying um in that whatsoever so Silver Surfer definitely makes my list um I'm then going Neo you just have to you have to go you have to go Neo uh,
4: oh we're doing five on on, on the heroes
2: yeah. Oh shit! I only have one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go with five. Go, okay. Um. I only have one, two. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, start is, brainstorming now, guys.
1: Brainstorm- start brainstorming. <laughs> um. And then I'm ending on my monkeys. I don't care. I'm ending on Kong. <laughs> Technically, he's part of Godzilla and Kong, so I can add him. And then Caesar. Those are my top five sci-fi characters. Um, that just really spoke to me. But Silver Surfer is definitely like the highest on my list. Like I love me some Silver Surfer.
4: Yeah, that's a great figure, I bro.
1: Some Silver Surfer. That's
4: that marvelous that figure. figure. Yeah. Yep. All over it. And
1: I can't. I can't even lie, JD. Like I had to. I had to get the. I had to get the whole squad. I had to get the whole squad. Got Reed. Got uh Human Torch. Oh,
2: so it's, it's a you? sick Human Torch figure, yo.
1: Right. Right. Oh, Damn, you I
2: like um, the, the different remember, colors and shit.
4: That
1: is nice.
4: Yeah, no, no. that was it. the first. That was the first one that came out from uh, from
1: that line. Got to show Ben Grimm some love. Can't can't you know, him dude? Out.
4: I was hurt by that Ben Grimm because before that Ben Grimm, mm-hmm. uh, there was a Marvel line that came with trading cards that you were playing there like a Pokemon game, right. but uh, but the Marvel figures also had mission launchers, and that thing. Is the best thing to ever be made in that scale. <laughs> look at that face.
1: I look love that. that. Face. The only thing, JD, that that bothers me on that entire figure is how short they decided for those underwears to be. <laughs> I know, I
4: know, I know. But dude, put I I put this thing against that thing any day of the week.
6: Against this
4: one? yeah, man. Look at that face. Look at that face sculpt, and look at this face sculpt. On a on a no, you agree. know one eighteen scale figure, bro. Right. Yep. And here's the thing with with the thing in the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is not right unless you get this face right, unless you get yep. that eyebrow and that under jaw like that Optimus Prime style jaw mm-hmm. on a rock face. Then then you don't have a Fantastic Four movie for me.
1: And I will and, say, JD, the most important thing to me outside of that is the voice for Ben Grimm.
4: Oh yeah, you need him to sound like like you know your favorite uncle or something like yep. that. You know? a, a little hit. gravelly, a little bit of smoker's voice, stuff like that. I know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a you gotta, see, we and like in New York, we got you gotta have like that old school Jewish Pickett Avenue type of voice. You know, <laughs> with your favorite <laughs> uncle. You know, because that's what he is. You know, he's from the Lower East Side, stuff like that. He's right. Jack Kirby. And and but he's your favorite uncle. He's the uncle that never had kids. He'll he'll Cam, he will Cam, you know Cam. he loves all the nieces and nephews in a lot. Oh your thing is rolling your thing is running down
1: Yeah he can't he can't have little pebbles so yeah he uh, <laughs> yeah yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah
1: he definitely takes on that uncle Phil but uh but yeah no I I love that I love that and Pete this human torch is is my favorite like they've so made cool. some that really, is a really great really human torch. Yeah but I love that it's it's a design that I was just like I don't know, Feige. I wouldn't be against that. I would not be against that at all. Oh, um, all right, Pete, I'm going to go to you next. Okay. What's your top five?
2: So I, I left myself a rule that if I mentioned it in the movie section, I did not mention it in the heroes section. Oh, you're nice it difficult for you, Pat. Nobody's <laughs> better than Flash Gordon, so we can't, you know, like, there's no contest then. Like, come on, let's yeah. be fair here. So. The Phantom. <laughs> oh man, <mother> <laughs> I didn't even think of that But he got superpowers though, so I, That's a whole other Billy Zane by the way is fantastic I mean you, yep. you to talk about an actor yep. with range Shit mm-hmm. And that's a dope flick And I just yep. ordered those toys From Big Bad Toy Store They were sold out of the Phantom I had to get the three pack of Flash, Ming and the Phantom I don't nice. care it's on sale for ninety dollars instead of I think it was like a buck thirty or something. So I was like, friggin', even if I want to, even if I sell Flash and Ming later, at least I got Phantom. I don't care. Yeah, but that's neither here. Oh, nor there. the Defenders of the Earth set. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were including animated characters in this, so you that's can- a whole other. Uh, maybe we could do even another show on that, but I'll mention them as I go along. Okay. Uh, I left Neo out, but I did want to include Morpheus because. Lawrence Fishburne is the man in every single thing that he does. And I'm like, damn, do I want to bring him from Event Horizon? Do I want to bring him from... Mm.
4: Uh,
2: Bro, if he's good, he's good. Go for I it, and he's, he's fantastic. And he's, yeah. he's another one with that, like, very iconic voice, too. Like, he just kind of instills a command, like, when he talks to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, John Spartan from Demolition Man. Sylvester ah. Stallone. <laughs> And it was a toss-up, like, do I want to throw that in with the movie? Nah, I'm, I'm going to save it and I'll just throw Sylvester Stallone in there. I love it. Martin. Taking a page out of Joel's book, RoboCop. Had to, to throw him in yeah, there. Yeah. Alex Murphy, for sure. Uh, Dread. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah. Dread. My life. Fantastic. Love it. Um, Honorable mention, I got to give to my man Wally. Wally.
3: Oh, a car. I, I love that little guy.
1: Okay, okay,
3: okay. Oh, wait, um, well, Wally from the movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Never, wow. I never thought I'd have, like, such an emotional connection to a robot. But when I saw <laughs> that, I was like, Wally. <laughs> <He's> so cute. <laughs> you know what I always notice?
1: I always notice this, right? It's like, I said this. I said this a while ago about Shrek. How, like, it was obvious that when these studios make animated movies, they make the dialogue for the parents to keep them entertained, and the visual yeah. clearly yeah. for the kids. I'm noticing more and more, all these Disney movies that come out are uber emotional to get grown men and women crying. Meanwhile, <laughs> the kids just like yay, and they're looking at you like, why are you crying? And also, like, the Wall-E yeah. was like
3: so on point, <laughs> like from an environmental like mm-hmm. standpoint. We're like, oh yeah, look, we're really destroying the earth <laughs> and after
2: this pandemic all of them you know people that when we saw the people that were just fat and
1: sitting in the chair yeah that's,
2: that's exactly where we're headed that's, that's exactly where we're going
1: somewhere is a wally there's a wally sitting there just like mm.
2: yeah somebody's got learn. one of those <laughs> trash cans that you just wave your hand over and it opens right. up. That's like pre-Wally right there. That
3: is pre-Wally. <laughs> the you know, best what, scene what, in that movie is the, the guy who like finally like gets out of his chair and he can't walk. <laughs> <it's>...
1: <laughs> but no, I, I like that you put Wally there because like that, mm-hmm. that movie does hit you in the feels. It's not close. It's mm-hmm. not. It's nowhere near up. Up is the ultimate adult feel like. Yeah, hurts. Do you know? That that you in, you the, know
4: just, in the first Five minutes. And
1: yeah Yes.
3: Yeah. Do you yeah, know I have never seen up? Don't watch like, it. It's no, gonna me. hurt
6: yourself. No, because
3: I, it. Oh. I I I know what it's about and I had a great grandparent who suffered from Alzheimer's and I was like, I can't watch that what are you talking about? I can't see that shit. That'll fucking rip my heart out. So it's, I, I it's, stay away from Up.
1: It's it's beautiful, Tia, but it is rough on the heart. I mean, rough, rough. I yeah. didn't understand it when I was, I mean, I'm trying to think how, I'm maybe a teenager when that came out. I didn't really understand it. It wasn't until I got older and rewatched yeah. it that I was just like... not cried not even once watching this This is this hurts um so now i'm glad wally made it on the list i'm just thinking of wait joe i'm just thinking of a mortal kombat style game of pete sci-fi characters (laughs) and then like the main boss is wally (laughs) that's funny
4: that's funny you get ed-
1: RoboCop ripping through everybody, and then he's just like, All yeah. right, who's next? And then you just no. WALLY.
3: <laughs> Not <laughs> for nothing though.
1: They made bigger
3: versions of Wally, remember? And their mm-hmm. whole thing was that they put you in their body and then like
1: squished you so you can oh. just take no. RoboCop and go, no. <laughs> the visit no. fatality. I never watch Wally again. Someone needs to make that a horror movie now. They-
2: the original <laughs> Wally, yeah. Uh, it was between Wally and Stitch, but I figured Wally was a more sci-fi esque movie, even though I love Stitch.
1: I tell Stitch you is what, my Spirit because, Animal. I tell you what, I will <laughs> never forget. Stitch was the one voice everybody Stitch. at lunch tried to emulate because it was so <laughs> difficult to do. Um, but I did hear yeah. murmurs that they're trying to work on a live action, and I'm like, don't do it. I don't. Um, I don't think no, I want to do live action. Live they action. already
3: cast. Who play who's gonna play Lilo?
1: It uh, garnered ooh. like a
3: shit ton of controversy. She's uh. a young actress. Um, I don't personally know her or anything, but I know when they cast her, people were like really, really, really upset over yeah, it. I so just,
1: to me, it's not that I don't think it'll be good. It's just I don't wanna see a realistic looking stick. I, right. I, yeah. I, no. I know. It just acts. Yeah. I'll if
2: they try to like pre Sonic Sonic it and like <laughs> right,
6: like
1: all right like to me it's one of those things where it's like you look at Sonic and it's like well you can only make him look adorable right mm-hmm. you look at right. Stitch and it's like there is no adorability about Stitch it's it's his personality that's adorable not the face <laughs> like <laughs> no one ever looks at E T and goes ah, that that's a pretty looking creature no no not hard
7: no, no. kind of cute.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> like, looks like a, a, a old, shriveled up man. Like gotta, yeah. I don't want to look over and see that shit. Um, ah, just terrifying to think about. But anyway, great, great, great list, Pete. Um,
2: I got, I still got my number one.
1: Oh shoot! Sure. Oh, go 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 got ahead. one more.
2: Remember, Jawan can't count. I, that's <laughs> true. Clearly, clearly. I, I am breaking a rule for this because it wasn't. It's not a movie, but it's still very sci-fi. David Tennant as Doctor Who. Oh, wow. uh,
3: that's a good one.
2: And that was sure. only be toss-up between him and Matt Smith, but I was like, nah, I gotta give it to David Tennant. That's no, David main. Tennant. Yeah, 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 yeah.
6: Oh, I mean,
1: shoot. David Tennant. I think the first time I ever saw David Tennant was from Jessica Jones. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, so
2: you should go back and watch a few of his Doctor Who episodes.
3: That was my first time kind of seeing him too. It was in Jessica Jones, and I was like, we do not talk enough about this villain. When it comes to the Marvels, shit. True. Like, this villain's crazy.
1: I think what Tom Hiddleston is to the movies, David Tennant is to the the TV series.
2: David Tennant's more evil than Loki, I think.
6: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I just just mean in the respect of, that's like the higher caliber of Mm -hmm. acting in the MCU is what Hiddleston has been able to do consistently. And then what Tennant did in that season one was just... It's
3: because they're British... Yeah. They bring in the British guys and they know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> That's a
2: power I would like to have too. Just
3: to be British.
2: Clean. That too, honestly. <laughs> like I would just listen to myself talk even more than I do now. <laughs> but like you just gets pissed off at somebody, go over there and stand there forever.
3: And they literally are so just- fucked up. <laughs> that guy was no. crying 3 episodes you- later. <laughs> don't you remember he said that he told someone to go screw themselves and he's like you don't even (laughs) want to know like what that
4: was i
2: forgot about that
4: the one that hurt the one that hurt me the most is when he invaded the family's apartment and he put the little girl in the closet and he Mm -hmm. saw the pee come from under the closet yeah that broke my heart dude
3: oh i thought you were going to say the one where he like told the guy to like Freaking chop off his own arms or something like that. Like, oh, no, no, no. the guy with his partner and he was like, right, cut right, off right, his right. arms or something.
1: I'm right. <laughs> with y'all, but the A Thousand Cuts one was just like, ah, ah. Oh, uh,
3: ah, yeah, that's true. Ah.
4: See, for me, it's, you know, going back to the kids. Don't hurt kids, man. And you didn't yeah. see it happen, but
3: you saw it happen. You know, you put it in your well, mind. That's because but- Kilgrave was an asshole.
1: <laughs> but no, but to me, to me, I'm with you, JD. But to me, that's the that's the highest form of villainy, right? Because you go yeah. adult to adult, it's like okay. But it's when you it's when you take that next step up to do it to someone who's completely defenseless that you're like, that's a true villain. Like there is no coming back from that. That's the ultimate. Nope. Form that's you know. why
2: they did it because otherwise, people like me would be like, this guy's too charismatic. I don't right. not like him. Right. I think well, think yeah, because
3: right. they. And they gave you like a backstory to Kilgrave that maybe you'd be like, oh, wow, I'm kind of sympathetic. And mm-hmm. then you're like, wait, no, I remember, asshole. <laughs> I remember
1: <laughs> peeing in the closet.
3: Ah, yeah, that's right. I remember. But
2: if you're not a Doctor Who fan, and I wasn't at first, uh, a friend of mine got me into it. If you watch just one episode, watch Blink, or maybe it's called Don't Blink, but with David Tennant, with the uh, the Weeping Angels. Damn it, that is one of the greatest one hour horror movies you'll ever see. Really, it is creepy as all hell. It's really? insane. Right. Don't blink. I'll make sure that's, I'll make sure that's what I, I watch, and I try my best not to blink while I watch it. You, you oh, trust me, see? you will never look at a statue <laughs> the same way again. <laughs>
1: um, I will, I will make sure I check that out. Doctor Who, isn't Doctor Who a woman now? In, in- I believe, yes, Jodie Whittaker.
2: Yeah, Tony Whitaker. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it should have right. been. Haley Atwell, but that's neither here nor
1: there. <laughs> I will say it is a large travesty that we have not seen that woman in more things.
3: You know what I'm saying, man? Sure. I don't
1: know what the doing.
3: Have you not seen the episode of Black Mirror with her you know, in I it?
1: I did, but it's like legit like one or two things since Captain America that she's been in. And it's just like, I don't know. Well, she, she had
4: her own vehicle. Doing. She had her own series on ABC
1: for oh, a while yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. By the way, did you guys know that uh, the scene where Cap comes out of the machine and she's like rubbing on his <laughs> That was Adlin. She could help you. Yep. Yeah. I, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame her. I Even don't I don't that. blame her. <laughs> I'm just picturing Chris Evans on set just like is she supposed to do this <laughs> okay all right
3: well <laughs> s- speaking of uh like ad-lib scenes like that remember in the dark knight rises where um oh my god anne hathaway and christian bale are dancing and she like goes to pull away and she like leans back and kisses him and goes apparently that was ad-lib she was just like i'm gonna kiss him now <laughs> and i was like no same
1: yeah, that, that, that definitely could not happen the, the other way around.
3: no well i that mean it has
1: happened. happened do you guys remember adrian brody
3: like freaking kissing Halle berry at an award show and everything
4: no
6: that
3: things happened, but you years ago at one of really um oh god like more than 10 years ago maybe even 15 years ago it was at the oscars and like uh Adrienne Brody was like winning an award for I think the pianist and Halle Berry was like maybe pre- no it was in Halle Berry I'm sorry I think won her award and he was presenting and he full-on fucking kissed her that yeah. would never fly today but go and watch it on like YouTube or look it up like that's a thing that
1: no one talks about I mean no one talks it's- enough about uh, Madonna kissing was it Britney Spears both yeah, of them. I mean, both they both did for and that. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, no one talks about that enough. That was that's iconic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> John's like, I would like to talk
3: about it. I don't know.
1: I would like a full figure it out episode just dedicated to that. Uh, but no, moving on, JD, I'll go to you next. Okay. Talk-
4: All right. So the first uh, entry, it's not a one person. Uh, it's but it's a team. And you know how I hate Willy Wonka because of the Oompa Loompas? Yeah. Well, I love Time Bandits because of the little crew that are there. That that squad of little people that mm. help usher him throughout the whole flick. I mean, they're like, you know, your favorite uncles who are are letting you have a beer with them for the first time. So, um, you know, those are my favorite. That's number five of my favorite heroes. I know it's weird. It's it's out there. It breaks the rules. Um but, but watch The Time Bandits if you get a chance, man. I mean, The Time Bandits is a great flick. Uh, it's about a kid who is not wanted by his parents and, you know, he journeys through time and, you know, he, he meets different people that help him grow up, but ushering him through the journey are, are the little guys and um, it's, it's a good flick, man. It's a good kid's flick. Uh, a little freaky though. Okay, um, number four. I, I'm double dipping here, but Ripley, let's rock and roll, mom. Okay, I don't. I'm not not number three, not number four. I mean, uh, not number one. But we're talking about Ripley from Aliens, the mom who's saving, even though she's not her daughter. That's what it was. You know, that's what he played it at, and um, that's the one of the geniuses of James Cameron, because we're going back to Terminator, and who doesn't love Sarah Connor? Why? Because she's mm-hmm. the lioness protecting a cub. And that's how you get uh, male viewership to um, back a female-led vehicle, right? You make it a, a mother and a, and a cub story, um, a lioness and a, and a cub story. All right, so that's number four. I lost my list here. Okay, number five, everybody likes Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, but my guy is Han Solo. You know, I just like the rogue, man. I'm only here for the money. And <laughs> when there's no more money, I'm out you know, and just to find a way to do something good, not for money. Han Solo's there, man. Han Solo's the fucking man. Plus, he's got that, a walking dude. dog, dude. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> I love that you pick Han, because in the middle of war, Han just goes, all right, Luke, I helped you out enough. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. And Luke's like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, hold on. You're not gonna say yeah. and finish it? Nah, nah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> like... But dude, he also <laughs> breaks down at one point, and we show, he and we see he's not really all that cool under pressure, when they break into the into the jail cell, and you know they're hitting him, he's like, uh, "We're okay, we're fine in here. How about you? You know, that's not <laughs> That goes down, you know, in a prison system. So he doesn't always have it together. So I like that that moment. Um, somebody who always has it together, though, is, and I just watched this series, be, there, be it movie or TV show. I will follow him, I will watch him read a phone book, and I enjoy his commercials with Luke Skywalker for Uber Eats. Uh, but Patrick Stewart is Jean-Luc Picard, you know. I mean, make it so. Or even mm-hmm. just him going, Logan, I I love I
3: love every Patrick
4: Stewart's voice.
3: Everyone like loves say uh, you know, Captain Kirk from the original Star Trek, but it's like it's Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's Jean-Luc- the best captain. Yeah.
4: Man. <laughs> um, honorable mention before we get to number one. Lilu multipass. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, great heroine, you mm-hmm. know. And was was she a, a female or a male when she was in that first alien? I don't know, but you know, she was non binary, whatever you want to call it, because we don't know what they were. Uh, um, so you know. Mila, you, you you did well as Lelu. Um and then Pete Pete brought him up before. But my number one, yeah, this guy right here, <laughs> he will save every one of us, Mister <laughs> Flash Gordon. You know, uh, yes, I I'm dating it. It's not a great flick, it's not. But you got James Bond, you got Max von Sydow, um, you got uh, oh my god, I. I don't know the lady's name uh that plays Ming's wife, the Italian Hottie, but ooh Italian Hottie. Was that? Mina, Mina? I don't fucking remember. But uh yeah, what's more Flash Gordon, great flick, and flash himself, even though Sam Sam Jones, Sam J. Jones was dubbed um throughout the whole flick, I'm okay with it.
1: I like the list, especially putting Han Solo on there. I just yeah. saw Solo, a Star Wars story, the other day, like the a millionth time. It doesn't nice. get enough credit. It is not a yeah. bad movie at all. Yeah, just nope. it. And I, I think the biggest, the biggest reason why that movie gets so much flack is he's trying to fill shoes that are unfillable. Yeah. It's like whenever they decide to do another Indiana Jones, like when they're finally done with Harrison Ford, whoever that next guy is, he could do an amazing job. Someone will always criticize it because the guy who came before you, you just can't live up to that. So when you get yeah. that out of your mind, there's nothing wrong with that movie whatsoever. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. <clears throat> I mean, hell, finding out that Lando uh, was sleeping with robots in... <laughs> And everything so people, He's pansexual. Everything. Baby. everything. It was just—is that a pillow? Bring it over here. It's just like <laughs> Lando was going for out there, man.
4: But um, dude, Glover's the cadence in his voice mm-hmm. when you don't—you don't see it. We just—you we just hear that smoothness of Lando. Yep. You know, and you're just like, "Oh, this guy got it, man."
1: I will this guy say, "Got it." What Billy D. Williams was, I assume, for that time, is easily what. Donald Glover could be for this time if he ever wanted. If he wanted to be that smooth and suave, I think he could easily do it. But his personality is so out there yeah. that it's like he just he could never commit to that because he's just he's one of those just he's out there, man. Like yeah. he, he's definitely out there. He's what I just
4: imagine. had that voice, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, but you uh, know? Donald Glover is definitely what I imagine Prince to be. Like if you ever just sat down mm-hmm. and just hung out with Prince. That's what I assume Donald Glover's like.
6: Like okay.
1: it will, it will enlighten you, and then make you go, "I don't know what the fuck he's talking about." <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> like I don't know what he just said, but I'm so smitten by it. Um, yeah. but no, 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 definitely love that list. Uh, Tia, next up, what you got? For um, five?
3: <clears throat> all right, so my five that I had to come up with really quickly. Um, I like a lot of sci-fi shows kind of more than I like sci-fi movies so a lot of these characters do come from shows because you did not say a rule that we could not throw this in um, so my first one I'm going to start off with like my favorite is going to be uh, and you know Keshi from Altered Carbon especially season one Altered Carbon um, which one
4: was he which, who, which actor saw Please.
3: Joel Kinnaman the guy oh. who Yes, yeah, that was, he a, was I, jacked for that. Jacked, clip. jacked. Um, the best thing about that, because I'm a bit of a fan of Jill Kinnaman's, is like he has this. I'm, I had a friend, I'm sorry, you say? Did you say a bit, <laughs> <laughs> a big fan. Okay. Um, what's great about <laughs> like the reason why he's so jacked in that he has this condition, which I had a friend who has this condition where literally his like chest was caving in, pressing up against his heart, meaning he couldn't work out very well. So he literally got a bar, like two bars installed in his chest to like pop the chest out so that like it wasn't pressing against his heart anymore, meaning he could work out more. So that Altered Carbon was like the debut of like, hey, I finally got this life altering surgery. I can finally work out now, and I'm gonna show off my fucking like eight pack here and my like zero percent body yeah. fat. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I forget. Wow. I was. I forget what the con- watching that.
3: Oh, me too. I forget what the conditions called, but I had a friend in um college who had the same thing. So that's like the only reason why I know about it. But yeah, so I love yeah, Takeshi. Give me
4: the name so I can tell the doctor. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: um, so I really like that like character that. from um, Alter Carbon. I'm going to put uh, Curtis from Snowpiercer, played by Chris Evans. Love, as I mentioned before, love that movie, love the character. Um, I'm going to, going into the Star Trek realm, because I actually really like Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. So I'm going to put Lieutenant Data, just because I okay. always loved Lieutenant Data. Um, okay. I'm going to put Jim Hopper. Because I love Stranger Things. And Jim Hopper is like one of my favorite TV characters today. Um, And I'm going to put Maeve from Westworld. um, Because I really love her. Even though I've not watched the third season of Westworld. Just because I I just wasn't like vibing with what I was seeing from the trailer. But I really love the first two seasons of Westworld. For sure.
1: I like that list. Especially Hopper. (laughs)
3: yeah we're not talking about stranger things enough that's the freaking like awesome between horror and sci-fi and jim hopper like the other day i forget what store i was in but remember in the third season of stranger things when jim's all like happy that uh mike and 11 are hanging out anymore and he's singing to like don't mess around with jim that (laughs) song was
1: playing in the store i was in i was like oh (laughs) hopper i will say i am interested to see how they market this next season um Mm -hmm. the god i can't remember his name um anyway one of the kids i was watching uh had had like a movie with Idris Elba that's coming out.
7: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um and I it's was out. listening to him. What'd you say, Joel? I said it's out. Oh, it's out. Yeah. It's out. Okay.
7: Concrete cowboy. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I was watching a trailer and I'm like, his voice is like pretty deep. deep. And I'm just like it just it it constantly reminds me that they're not kids. And them being the adult kids was one of the, the biggest promotional uh features of the right. show. So it's like now they're super older by the time the actually is gonna come out. So it's like, Juwan, I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but like
3: you and I have been friends for quite a while. And I remember years ago us doing a podcast where you were like, "They need to speed things up with Stranger Things because they're getting out of their like cute kid phase, 100%. and now see, and they're all like really tall and lanky, yeah. and the guys, you know, their voices are dropping, and I'm like." I heard something like they're thinking about Stranger Things season five and I'm like they're gonna be in college at
1: that point. And just just so we're clear it's not that they're kids it's the idea of what how can these children go up against these big bad adults and it's like the older they get the less that's the case and it's more now all right, how can these adults get past these other adults? And it's just like, <laughs> cancel it. <laughs> just <laughs> end it. End it. We're done. Right. Um, so, no, but putting the hopper there, uh, and I definitely would say his scenes with uh, Eleven in, in that last season were all top-notch. They were all really, really, really good. Him, him learning to be a dad again and, and kind of, you know, fumbling it along the yep. way. Uh, I still I, I, think the
3: best – I still think that one of the best scenes is in the first season when they finally find Will and he's trying to give him CPR and it keeps flashing to when his daughter was flatlining. Mm -hmm. And it was like the desperation in him to try to make sure that, you know, his friend doesn't have to go through what he went through. And I'm like, I love this fucking character. He was the highlight of season three. A highlight of season
1: three. And I'm always a fan of people using towns that no crime really happens. Mm -hmm. You know, like you get people that steal pumpkins, like not bank robbery. We need that more. We need that because, you know, we always get, oh, this alien invasion happened like 60 years ago and now it's happened again. Like, no, I like it where it's more so nothing ever happens here. So it kind of amplifies it when it does because no one's prepared for it. (laughs) Because it's like, it doesn't happen. So I'm like, I like when the when the the setting is more so very small, very quiet. Now what are we gonna do? That there's now aliens and shit. Like I I, I like that. I like that. Um, all right, Joel, you're gonna end this out for this topic. What's your five?
7: Oh baby. Um, well I'm gonna start where I started. I think last time. Well, uh, I told you I'd go back to some of these characters, but RoboCop man, RoboCop's my dude. Um, not the most recent RoboCop. No offense to no you, t- but but jokes, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Original Robocop, uh, that Robocop was the man. Um, obviously, the Terminator, uh, T, the, whatever the fucking number his was, T something.
4: Um,
7: T 800? It was a T-800. Right, T-800. Uh, that's the T 800. I always remember T 1000, but that's definitely not the same one. So that's why I was like, I forget which T it is. But yes, the T 800. Um, Riddick, I uh, mentioned that earlier. I really do love that character and I enjoyed like, like I enjoy those movies, um, I would say. Uh, did I say dread? The, yeah, yeah. The, I like yeah, both. Yeah. I know, I know. I don't know how many people how, how people feel about Sylvester Stallone's version of Judge Dread, but I love that one too, as a kid. Um, but so I really, I really dig both dreads. But yeah, definitely the Carl urban dread was uh, next level. Um, and I would say. I think that's it. I don't really have much more. Um, that was it, that was it for me. Yeah. Uh, maybe Caesar, like you were saying, because I love the Planet Eight movie, so I love Caesar in those movies. Uh, so I see, and Godzilla, my man. You know.
1: Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course, Godzilla. Uh the the freaking New York Yankees of monsters. Um, <laughs> yeah. Godzilla. Um, no, no, no. But that's definitely I. I I would have been surprised if he didn't end up on your list because of how much you enjoy Godzilla. I do. Um, yeah. No, I like the list. And I will say, I don't think anything's wrong with Sylvester Stallone's dread. The only issue is his dread was good because it was the only dread. It's when the new dread came in that I was just like, oh, maybe yeah. he wasn't as great. <laughs> like, now that we've seen another dread, it's like, oh, maybe this role could be done better. Like, in, in reason- uh, no. I
4: know I like, well, forget it. It's, it, dread was one of my uh, If we were going to go five on the next topic Also, mm. Dread was one of my my Five, so I got I, I liked that Dread, it was campy It was commercially, it was cartoony
1: yeah, It was, was. It was, it was. Had a good it, score I think, though I don't think he was bad yeah. at all, I'm just saying I think the reason why a lot of people don't speak About his Dread, is that yeah. once Urban's Dread was done It was just, everything about it Was just better, it was just better The movie was better <laughs> It was more gritty. So, right.
7: um, yeah, it was definitely different, for sure.
1: So I don't think there was anything wrong with what uh, Sylvester Stallone brought, though. Um, all right, so let's move on to our last two topics. These ones are singular, not five. Oh, that's great. I'm working on the just list. Singular. Guy. Um, yeah, no, sure. just singular. Just singular. You're good. Um, all right. Favorite non-popular sci-fi movie, and mine is Jumper fight me y'all <laughs> love me some jumper
7: i will not um, fight
1: it, it honestly I'm was it.
4: i like
7: jumper you like know it.
1: what's crazy i remember watching x-men 2 and going this is like the greatest like i i wasn't that familiar with nightcrawler so i'm like this is like the dopest shit ever like you could just really? teleport wherever you want like this is awesome and then when jumper came out to where it's like a whole bunch of people could do it i'm just like oh, what like this is what so I remember leaving that movie kind of going, "Yeah, can't wait for the sequel." And we're in 2021, what, 15 years later?
6: Yeah.
1: No jumper sequel. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I really did like the concept of it. It it does kind of have that teen kind of feel to it a little bit. Um, but the overall movie itself, I really, 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 truly enjoy. And yes, I am biased. Hayden Christensen. Sorry, I, I will never apologize for that. Love that Thank man
7: just apologize for that sorry
1: would you say joel
7: so you just apologized sorry and then you said i'm not gonna apologize
1: oh okay well yeah back <laughs> then there you go um no sorry thank you joel um but yeah jumper makes that makes the list for me is my uh my favorite non-popular sci-fi movie and by non-popular i mean you could probably find six people that could even remember jumper uh, so it is clearly not one of those movies that was a huge 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 fan favorite uh, no. I love it and personally would like some of these streaming sites to get the rights to it so I can watch it often yeah. Fucking stupid people uh, but anyway J.D. I'm gonna go to you what are you putting up there for your favorite 12 movie? Monkeys
7: 12 Monkeys wow wow, wow
1: wait wasn't that a um, a sci-fi series too
4: Oh my man, you're such a good boy
1: You're such a good young man (laughs) You're such a nice young man (laughs) Because I'm like, I know I heard this in more places than just, I'm like, okay, okay, okay All right, go ahead, I'm sorry, JJ Uh,
4: No, uh, the the series takes in a totally different uh, direction But um, uh, watch the movie if you can I really don't want to spoil it Because it is just that fucking good Um, God damn it Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt bring stellar performances to that flick, man. Madeline Stowe, everybody thinks Madeline Stowe is just a, a piece of stone, you know, but um, uh, she she does her thing in this flick also. Just watch 12 Monkeys, man. 12. You know, and it's like, I don't want to say that the science fiction uh, um, backdrops or set pieces were abstract because they weren't they were everyday pieces just used in different ways and it just 12 monkeys 12 monkeys 12 monkeys please it's a flick that holds up to this day
1: make sure uh make sure you guys check out 12 monkeys i haven't seen it in a while so i'll make sure i check that out i check that out again um all right 12 monkeys has made it jumper has made it pete what you putting on here
2: you know I got more than one, so like, why the fuck do you even <laughs> say that? <it> <laughs> i tell it, you baby. what, I'll take my five, I'll narrow it down to three. Just, because know. it's the best I could do. <laughs> Supernova with oh. Angela Bassett and James Spader, yep. because I like pretty outer space stuff, and that was pretty dope looking.
1: And I like James Spader. Yeah. There you
2: <laughs> Angela Bassett looked pretty damn good in that flick too, not that for is, nothing. Should is, it not should, have have should have stormed. been Storm. She should have been Storm. it probably could have been. Zarthura, better known as Space Jumanji. You're Thank right, you. Now.
4: That was on my five. You best.
2: Yes. So good, right? Yes. And I, I've spent enough time in Out of Space. I'm going to bring it back down to Earth. And I'm going to go further into the inner Earth, the core. Oh. I love this movie. <laughs> okay. Hillary okay. Swank, bro. We accidentally fucked up the core of the earth and made it stop spinning. So that's thanks to some crazy-ass weapon we built. And now they got to drill into this shit with Stanley Tucci, who is just fantastic in everything he does. I love Stanley Tucci. He's so good. (laughs) Yes. And they got to take this like train-looking ship into the core of the earth. And it's just absolute cheese. It's so good.
4: With more affordable Samuel Jackson Mr. What Del is that? What is his Lindo?
2: name? He's awesome.
4: Delroy Lindo. Samuel
6: Jackson.
4: <laughs> <laughs> when you can't afford Sam Jackson, you go for Delroy Lindo. Baby. He's awesome. Awesome movie with both exactly. of them together. Yes, I, I really do.
1: <laughs> that is hilarious. I've never thought of it like that, but it's like
5: okay. Yeah? No, I, <laughs> I think you
1: can make an argument for that for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's just thinking of like so going, No, Sam would be perfect, and it's like.
6: But we him. can't afford him. <laughs> I
1: just <laughs> for JD storms in. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know Delroy, Lindo. His, <laughs> his, his, his Spidey senses are tingling. Someone <laughs> needs Sam <Samuel> Hill's <laughs>
5: <Jackson.
3: laughs> Oh, man. The uh, thing is, what would be fucked up
4: is if they both had the same agent. Listen, if you don't got Sam, you got have <laughs> <laughs> You have the market
1: corner. You know Wait, hold the- on. What's <laughs> hilarious about that is, Tia, how often do we face that in interviews where we're like, man, I would really love to talk to Tom Hiddleston? And it's like, well, you can't have him, but how would you like this guy no one's ever heard of before? And it's like, oh, no. Really? <laughs> like, Who did can't... they give you? Who did they give you? Well, no, no, no. no it's... It was just like an example, I... but like, oh. well, you well can I tell? Where it's like, oh, go ahead, Tia. Go ahead.
3: Well, I was going to say, I have been offered like several screeners to like movies that Joel Kinnaman is a part of, but they're like indie oh, films. So so I'll like email the person I'd be like, I'm so excited to read this. Is Joel Kinnaman available for an interview? And they'll be like, he's not, but would you like to interview his co-star? And it's like... <laughs>
4: no no (laughs) Oh. no no
3: i always say yes i'd love to that'd be great but let me know if joel's uh schedule opens up
1: (laughs) right like it's the best way to build up goodwill to where it's like all right look i didn't i didn't interviewed everybody on your talent pool give me the person i want now (laughs) give me (laughs) Joel build up the brownie points but it's the worst drop-off to where it's like oh man can I interview Al Pacino? No, but here's the guy that swept the floor in the scene that he. <laughs> like, all, right, all right, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, um, but no, <laughs> no, but I, I, I love though, um, I love core. I, I love core. Right? I, I will say I put Hillary Swank in the same in the same bubble as Natalie Portman. Those are two actresses that don't get enough love. And they've been a part of so many, like, I think people forget he, uh, the, uh, the professional V for Vendetta, uh, black swan, star Wars, whether you want to count it or not. Now what she's going to be doing in, in Thor love and thunder. Natalie Portman's been in some big shit and people just kind of just. You got a lot of geek cred, Right. Right.
4: Right, Like do I, I'm sorry. You're bringing that up, but I'm always talking about the guy from star Wars. Uh, we knew him as Porkins, and I don't know his name, and I'm, I'm ashamed that I don't know his name, but he has been in so many geek films. He was the guy who got the case from Indiana Jones and tucked the Ark of the Covenant away. Okay. He was Porkins, like I said, in Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. The only fat pilot. So, <laughs> you know, I, I got your back, hands down, baby, right? I'm part of your brethren. Um, he was Harvey Dent in the first Batman film with Michael Keaton, and um, Uh, he was in uh, I think he was in Logan's Run also, so that guy's got a lot, this, you know, not just Natalie Natalie Portman, there's so many, like, B actors and actresses that have so much geek cred that we don't give enough love to.
1: I agree. I agree. We got it, that's why it's up to us, this show, it's up to this show to remind people. I just saw The Professional for, like, the millionth time yesterday, and I'm like, Natalie Portman is like amazing in this, and then like I saw like Heat, and I was just like, "Oh my God, this was around the same age she was." Yes, that's right, that's right. right? Could you picture that? Like, you get a phone call, and it's like, "Hey, can I get your daughter to do a movie with Al Pacino and Rob De- and Robert De Niro?" And it's, yes, ma'am, I didn't even tell you to. The- I don't care. Yes, put my mm-hmm. daughter in that.
4: Like, um, See, but that's- you that's you you cross Natalie Portman with Hillary Swank, I wouldn't do that. I put Natalie Portman with um. Uh, uh the anti-Buffy. What's her name? Um
7: Anti Buffy
4: <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Oh. No, no, not Kristen Stewart. The uh the <clears throat> one that she was in the in the cheerleading movie with, with uh Spider-Man's girlfriend, what's her name? Kristen Dunst?
7: Elijah Dushku.
4: <laughs> Elijah Dushku. Uh oh, she's and in Dollhouse. House. She was really good in that's Dollhouse. right. That was a good show. And Alan Tida.
7: Lam Tudig, yeah.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. that's right but yeah but but I could see
3: uh, Elijah Dushku and Natalie Portman going after those same roles you know and I think Natalie Portman won out though because you really did it like you know Natalie Portman has been I mean she's been in like Oscar worthy performances I believe she's right. been nominated Elijah Dushku is great of
1: what'd you say I think she won for Black Swan
3: right Elijah Dushku as good of an actress she is I think probably like roles that she may have tried out for they're like, we're going to go with Natalie Portman instead.
4: Right, so if you can't afford Natalie Portman, you get Elijah Yeah, I mean, hey,
1: it works like that sometimes. It works like that. Um, I'd be happy
3: just to get work. Like, you see all these uh, actors who, you know, maybe the only thing you know them as, oh, they play procedural cops on Law & Order for years. And I'm like, man, as long as I'm getting paid, like, I love Mariska Hargitay, but her really only credits really is playing Olivia Benson for the past like twenty something years. Who cares? She is making bank. She's well known. She's like has a steady paycheck. I'm like, I I don't need the whole. I don't want to be typecast. It typecast me. As long as you're yeah. paying me, typecasting. We're
1: seeing it with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's just like, nope, I'll be that same guy for every single movie I right. I don't mind. Right. <laughs> I don't mind. Apparently, Mark Wahlberg's been doing it for forever. But anyway, uh, people, <laughs> that, was that your, your whole list? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, all right. I'm missing Tia and Joel. Okay. Tia, I was going to say. Jesus. No, I, I, relax. <laughs> I didn't forget you. I know I often do, but I did not um all right tia, what, does, all do you time. <laughs> i do be forgetting to you i'm sorry who are you putting up there on, on, on your list i'm the only one with no tia sorry Joel.
3: oh i'm the only one with ovaries on this freaking podcast how could you forget me go ahead tia. Okay. You're, uh
1: your down popular <laughs> sci-fi movie
3: um i not only do i think this is an unpopular i think like barely anyone's heard of it um but i'm gonna put down 2010's monsters it was directed by gareth yes Edwards.
4: Edwards. yes
3: um and i believe it was his directorial debut if i'm not mistaken um it stars our man joan Scoot mcnary and it's super like low-key It is technically a monster film, even though you really don't see the monsters till the end of the movie. But I like the whole Cloverfield thing. I like that they held that from us. It was more so talking about them, being scared about them and how it's kind of disrupted uh, the way of life. And you see this whole movie going by until finally the end when you see them. And I didn't think they looked that bad for a 2010 indie film. And I really enjoyed it. I watched the movie just because, uh, Joanne knows this. If I get into an actor, I'm like, now I must see everything in their filmography. I don't care if it's shit or not. So, me discovering Scoot McNary, seeing this movie, and I'm like, not expecting really to like it, but overall, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it had a great story. It put me on to Gareth Edwards as a director. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be my, uh, my like, non popular sci-fi movie.
1: I like it. I mm-hmm. like Joelle, what are you going with to end this out?
7: I got two good ones. Uh I can't imagine anybody except me has liked these movies, but don't uh, know, whatever. <laughs> um honestly I liked Chappie. I know a lot of people did not like Chappie, but I, I like yeah. Ch- Okay. Um, okay. I it just I, I don't know, kinda like a it was a, it kind of reminded me of like a modern day Johnny Five type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> i don't know it's, i i didn't hate it so i know a lot of people give it uh, give it some shit uh and the other one was um after earth i actually watched it one time on a plane and i'm like that's not as bad as people said it was uh and i i enjoyed that,
3: that. it will smith and his son right
7: yeah That, one, that one, it yeah.
3: wasn't terrible like i i wouldn't put it as like a favorite of mine you know i'll never probably watch it again But I watched it and I was like, I have seen so many sci-fi movies kind of like this. I'm like, so to say it's like worse than a lot of like, say, other sci-fi movies. I'm like, I don't know. You just maybe really dislike Will Smith and his son or something.
7: (laughs) After I watched it, I'm like, they just hate it because of, you know, Will and his kid. But I'm like, it wasn't that bad. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Well, I I will definitely say I did not enjoy After Earth. I do enjoy Enjoy (laughs) Will Um, I, I do think Jaden's in the preferred profession that he should be in, which is music. Um mm. it, it did confuse. I was just like, whoa, 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 is this the same kid that Will was holding the door closed with? Like This, this kid? Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, no. Don't act anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay.
6: Um,
1: I, I think the biggest problem I had with After Earth was um, I kind of feel like the trailer tricked me. I kind of feel like the trailer was just like, get ready for Will Smith. Yeah. And, and it was and then it was just like all right right ready for just will smith's son and it was like no. i will
3: say that <laughs> that was the biggest like negative really that i took away because the visuals were fine the story was pretty good it's like the biggest thing was like oh you expected to see will smith out there more and he was out of commission like the entire movie <laughs> yeah.
4: nobody mentioned Zoe kravitz I don't
7: even know.
1: I, I forgot. She was in it? I, I, <laughs> she the, it was in it? She played, yeah, she played I the forgot. sister that died that oh. Will Smith blamed
4: uh, him for.
3: Wow, she was I, really I, great in Big Little Lies.
1: <laughs> oh shoot, we I forgot to men- I forgot to put this on my list earlier. Um, which, by the way, Joel Chappie does make it in um, top hundred uh, sci-fi movies.
6: Really? Uh,
1: yeah. know a lot of people hated well, that movie, but yeah, I like. She's there. <laughs>
4: Nobody um, mentioned Cloud Atlas, no, no. Nope. I don't know that one. Never watched Cloud Atlas.
1: No, I know Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I know Cloud Atlas. Nobody... The um, Wachowski's last uh, sci-fi stick. But the movie I forgot to mention on my list, and then we're gonna get into our last topic was, um, which is I'd say probably my favorite over Jumper. I, I might even want to switch and take Jumper out. Uh, Tron Legacy, fucking loved Tron Legacy. Um, everything about it. So much so, I watched the fucking animated series that came out after that. <laughs> um, it was not good, but... but.
4: Did you watch
3: <laughs> Tron?
1: Yes, I did watch Tron, yeah. No I think Tron. Uh, JD Tron was about,
3: about that, to throw hands if you said like, yeah, no, I no, like... no, no,
1: no. Because I enjoyed it so much when I found out there was another one that existed. I was like, I'm going to watch this one. I was like, I like it. I mean, I still prefer yeah. Tron Legacy, but I, I really did enjoy the uh, the original Tron. Um, they need to make more of the trons. I mean, come on, just what you can do with visual effects today—that is the one movie that would just eat up all of it. Um, but all right, heading into our last topic. Uh, and Joel actually, Ready Player One made it pretty high too.
7: Well, that one I knew was—I know people liked it. I don't know how many people liked it, but that was—that's awesome. <laughs> was and there?
1: another one that people give a lot of a lot of flack to, but it's not the worst thing ever. The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's the Keanu Tom Cruise Re- one, right? No, that's Keanu. Reeves. No, the Keanu. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that
3: wasn't
1: bad. I'm just it saying it, was it wasn't the worst thing ever. I'm not saying give it awards, but it wasn't the worst <laughs> thing. Um, all right, Birds. end our night. We're gonna go favorite sci-fi director. Pete, singular favorite sci-fi <laughs> director. <laughs> I, it was a
2: struggle to get, get even one because I'm not like a directors kind of guy. I'll follow <laughs> actors, but Same. so I had a look for this one and. I have a feeling me and Joel might end up with the same guy. Uh, Paul Verhoeven <laughs> is... Berhold, uh, I'm yeah. going to give it to him. Nice. For RoboCop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers, for God's oh sakes.
7: God, Starship Troopers.
2: And I I forgot about that one. altogether. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll give it to him because I'm just not a... I mean, I like John Carpenter. You know, he's dope. And I was reading... A really great comic series like sci-fi horror called uh, John Carpenter Presents and it's like Tales of Science Fiction mm-hmm. but he didn't write this shit. He's just like, you know, mm-hmm. they put his name on it to sell the books Right. and it's got like a bunch of dope writers but if anybody's looking for like a few short story horror sci-fi stuff like Along the Lines of Event Horizon you could nice a lot worse than just t- check out that series to get a I bunch love, of different I, stuff.
4: I love how um, uh, Paul Verhoeven's uh, trait is going over the top with fascist propaganda. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's, you know, that's his sign. You know what I mean?
2: Might I yeah. also add that he directed Showgirls, which when I was 13 was a fantastically oh. amazing movie. Yeah, so, uh,
3: <laughs> I wonder why. why. <laughs> I was a big
2: fan of Saved by the Bell, and Elizabeth Berkeley was my favorite gal. Everybody oh, really? was a Kelly Kapowski fan. I liked Jesse. Yeah, I was a I Kelly fan.
1: I tell you what, and Joelle and Tia can speak to this. I am never a fan of a lot of what happened in that movie. But if there were ever an exception to the rule, it would be that movie.
3: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Alderaan always says, he's he's like, I don't like... He's like, I don't like uh, sex scenes in movies or TV shows. It, I don't like it at all. I hate when they do that. And yet now it's like, oh, but showgirls, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, because again, I saw that it was on Showtime. And it was back when um, you had to put in a passcode mm-hmm. to watch stuff with MA on uh, on cable. Really? Yeah, 100%.
2: Uh, oh, I never had my, okay. my parents didn't give a fuck about me.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tell, tell you what, 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 I tell you what
1: trying <laughs> to crack the passcode is why I thought I I could easily crack safes. <laughs> like like, all right, if I can figure out these combinations, I could do it anywhere. Um, but no, yes, that was oof, oof. that pool scene. Yeah, I know exactly which one you meant. Oh yeah, yep, a lot of splashy, <laughs> splashy. anyway um anyone who's listening that's like i don't know what you're talking about just don't watch it with your family don't be like oh these guys are telling me about a family movie no 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 no, no. i'd say don't even necessarily watch it with your significant other it it might it might make things (laughs) uncomfortable but anyway um i like that i like that pete i'm going with and again i'm kind of like you not really big into directors when it comes to sci-fi i'm into directors for other things um but i'm going ridley scott purely off god of damn you me. oh you really <laughs> got ridley scott jd okay. so yeah go for it go for it go okay for it. all right so we're gonna give different reasonings i'm sure yeah. so my reason i'm going with ridley scott was i always appreciate people <laughs> who are taking a project that already exists that is all time famous right he very easily could have marketed prometheus off of the back of Alien to where you're marketing it so people know it, so they're coming out to see it. He made Prometheus to where you had no idea what the hell that movie was about. So the end credit scene where you actually see the Alien. I love that because it was really a way of saying, I can make it off my own stuff. I don't have to market it off of something that already existed. And then he totally fell into that with Covenant, where it was purely off the back of Alien. Um, but I always uh, commend him for what he did with, um, with with Prometheus. And his show, was it uh, Something with Wolves or whatever that show is? Oh, Raised by, Raised, oh by Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves. Yeah, that was
3: crazy. What an amazing that was show. What an hard.
1: amazing show. Um so yeah, uh Ridley Scott makes it for me. I just I was really happy <laughs> what he did with Prometheus, still love that movie. Um, but I'm sorry, JD. Go go ahead, go ahead.
4: No, 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 no. You know what? I'll give it to you with that, and I will uh go a different way, a different style of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And I will go with George Miller.
7: Bruce Miller, nice.
4: Okay, and his Mad Max series yeah. was, um, I mean, know. Mad Max. <laughs> but what a lot of people don't know is, um, George Miller produced a lot of other films mm-hmm. besides sci-fi, and he produced films uh, like Happy Feet and Babe and oh, Dead right. Calm and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but but his directorial stuff was that, and you know he had a shot at the Justice League. And there's a cast photo of his Justice League where Common was John Stewart. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sorry, Army Hammer was Batman. Um, <laughs> the kid from the OC that uh, that Brad Pitt and Angelina went after and Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I forgot yeah. what his name was. Um, he was the Flash. Um, a George Miller alum, uh, Hugh, Hugh Keen's Burn, uh, who was Toe Cutter in the very first Mad Max film, and he was humongous, Lord humongous in the last uh, Mad Max film. He was going to be Martian Manhunter. Um, was I believe it was Henry Cavill that was going to be Superman?
7: It was uh, some yeah. Spanish dude. Uh,
4: oh, that's that. right. It was the dude that was one of the five Shazams. Yes. Um, that he was in the G.I. Joe flick. I and, forgot his name. Oh, my uh,
7: God. Fuck, Jay something? I forget.
4: Yeah, he's got two initials. Yeah, too, this, uh, oh, J.
7: J. V. Corona Cardona, Corona. Yeah, did you Corona? I
4: Yeah, Cardona. Yeah.
3: Um. So yeah. So
7: he D-D-J, could have been DJ. Oh, DJ Cardona,
4: right? There we go. Cardrona. Yes.
3: yes. Cardrona. Sorry. Yeah. God.
4: Um. So yeah, man. So I would have loved to have seen his Justice
1: League. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. To me, like. And I'm not a big fan of you created something and now we're giving you a chance to do an extended version or a fleshed out version. Whatever you gave is what you gave. And, and, and that's back to school. You turn in your homework, that's it. Teacher doesn't go. Ex- cool.
3: Except for apparently when it comes to Zack Snyder.
1: Cause no, remember, remember, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of that until I, I found out it was actually real. It was just like, oh, oh okay. Alright, I didn't think it was. Um, but To me, it's the idea of that's something that's a cut we need to get trending, like the George Miller cut. Give us the George. Yeah, but it wouldn't really
3: happen because they can't get Army Hammer back.
1: Hmm. Well, no, you can always recast that. You can always recast it. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd find something to fit that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no. Yeah, he totally killed his career. Oh, for sure. One hundred percent. You know what's crazy about George Miller, uh, JD? His newer, um. God, what's the, what's the movie? Mad Max made like the, the, the high sci-fi list. His originals were really nowhere to be found on the all-time list for sci-fi.
4: See, that's hard because they were solid flicks. Right. The very first one was ahead of its time, but it fit into that same grittiness as Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, it just had that same, you know, um, uh, cinematography style. It was the seventies and almost everything that came out in the seventies was fucking creepy. And then you got, um, the road warrior, which influenced GI Joe. I mean, we wouldn't have dreadnoughts the way we have dreadnoughts if it wasn't for that. So, um, come on. And, and then, um, God damn Tina Turner as a bad guy and beyond Thunderdome, I don't Don't care. She killed it. I loved it. One of my favorites. And one of the best lines ever in cinema, two men enter, one man lace. I mean, you know, I mean, just for that line alone, it should be in the top 100.
1: For sure, for sure. Um, ti am going to go to you, but really quickly, I want to give a, a shout out to Luke Besson. Um, yes. I, and maybe one other person, loved Valerian in a city that's of... What that's what I'm... That's what I'm... Right, yeah. I didn't remember
4: the full yeah. title.
1: I loved it planets. so, 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 like so it. much. Um I re- I I so regret that I didn't see it in theaters. It's one of my top 5 regrets when it comes to movies I didn't see in theaters. Um uh, it's really good. He does he does light up a world. He really does. I don't know what he did with the movie Anna, but Valerian, he tore that shit up. That was that was good. And I am a Dane DeHaan fan, so it's like, you know, yeah, you- I don't
4: like Dane DeHaan.
1: You don't like Dane DeHaan? Really?
4: Yeah. I don't
3: like him. I like him. Have you, you guys didn't see The Stranger on uh, Quibi? Which I know like Quibi was like a dead app, but he was in this um he was in this show called The Stranger and he was so fucking good in it. He was so creepy. I, I mean, was like, why is a this the guy-
1: show? Our show on Amazon.
3: Right, right, he, oh, yeah, give yeah, out, yeah. Right?
1: zero zero zero, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah.
3: No, he was good at it, but I was saying, like in The Stranger, he played like this like psychotic, you know, like stalker killer, and it was like, oh he needs to be cast more for these like horror roles. He was really good in it.
1: I refuse to let uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 be-
4: Yeah, that ruined it for me, dude. Yeah, I I will
1: not allow that to be that man's legacy. He is greater (laughs) than his worst day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But JD, I am glad me and you are on the same accord. Luke Besson for Valerian. That was a really- Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, Tia, uh, what do you got for a sci-fi
7: director?
3: Um, I really struggled with this one because like Pete I don't really like look at directors especially when it comes to sci-fi movies that's like you know it was so hard so I kind of like copped out a little and you're gonna hate my pick but I don't care Um, so I was just gonna put Christopher Nolan down I love Memento I loved Inception I loved uh, Tenet it's like and you could say that um, you know I I know it's like not a lot but again it's like he is the director that for like sci-fi movies I've seen say like the most consistent because I am not just familiar with like others so it's like I looked up directors and it was like Steven Spielberg I'm like that's so like just a, like that's a real cop-out and cliche to be like Steven Spielberg the George Lucas you know so it's like all right I went with Christopher Nolan, which I know you're gonna hate it, but you know, no, that, that's I, like my throwaway.
1: <laughs> I love, I love the pick of Christopher Nolan. I still uh, am of the firm belief that Memento is hands down his best movie.
4: I Memento
6: was
1: great. I disagree.
4: I, I liked it a lot. I did like it. Uh, it was genius for the time, but
1: I feel the Prestige
4: was his oh, best. Oh
1: yes, okay, yeah. okay. I won't. I won't argue that. I, I, to me, it's a one A, one B. I could take either or. I'm fine with that. To me, it's the only Batman reason why, versus
4: Wolverine fighting over Black Widow. I mean, awesome. come on now,
1: come on. I mean, you couldn't argue over a better a better person, right? But I will say the only reason why Inception doesn't doesn't rank high for me is the yeah. idea of when it comes to movies like that. To me, the story is what has to drive you, not the not the uh, not the the visuals and, and whatnot. Your story at the end of the day has to be what drives me. And that's what Memento was driven on, was purely story. That's what prestige right. to a degree was uh, purely story. When you bring in the other elements, it's like, all right, what are people more flocking to? How beautiful and twisted it looks or the actual heart of your well, story?
3: Well, so I'll agree with you. Like, Memento is my favorite. I, I just love it. I think, honestly, that's probably my favorite Guy Pierce movie. Um, okay, uh, I'll
4: stick Mike, with that. Uh,
3: Ooh, okay. but whatchamacall calls it like with inception i did like the story and i especially like the ending because to this day i still don't know if he's in reality or if he's still in the dream so it's like the fact that like i'm mm. still like confused and thinking about it i'm like that to me it's like yes the visuals were cool but i did very much like the story in that Go ahead. and tom I- hardy was in it so you know Go ahead, JD. Sorry. I don't want to follow up with that. No, because
4: I want to. I want to uh, go back to you, Joanne, with something we spoke about the other day. Inception didn't
1: work for me because we got the answer a few films before with Shutter Island. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. But no, I mean, and, and Joanne, I'm going to go to you to, to close this out on the show. But I always told my because my dad always says to me all the time he doesn't understand why superhero movies or movies like sci-fi or whatever don't get Oscar nods. And I told him, for me, my reasoning, this is not the actual reasoning, just my opinion. To me, when you give me a sci-fi or a superhero movie, to me, that's what makes it, is the, is the visuals, is, is is the stuff like that. That, to me, is a cheat code. I can't knock a movie that is just story driven and achieves the goal. When you come in and you're like, here's flashing lights and here's an alien and here's magical swords, and it's like, well, that's what's selling your movie, not the story. So, to me, when it comes to Oscars, I look for it to be very much what did a story do to carry the movie that uh, that fans loved. So, to me, I kind of just see uh, sci-fi—not necessarily sci-fi, but like superhero movies—is a bit of a cheat code, um, and that's where my differ of Inception and Memento come from. Because it's like, what well, was it—the illusion of Inception—that drew you? Uh, or was it the actual story? Because Memento was just driven by by just a story. There was no other kind of elements to it. So that's kind of that's kind of where I went there with it. But I, I understand Inception's a great movie. I'll never knock it for for it being that. But of Nolan's, I always shoot for either Prestige or um, uh, Memento. Memento. And this I just said the something. other day, JD.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, sure. Really, really, really good because it definitely. Talk about leaving you with your jaw on the ground. It's just when you see the end of that, you're just like,
4: hundred percent.
1: You're just like, how did he do this <laughs> yeah. two movies in a row? And then that's why by the time you get to Inception, you're kind of just like, yeah, this is just the trend now. Mm-hmm. But like when you see Memento and then um, Prestige, you're just like, how does a mind think like that? Like I would have never revert. Memento
3: that. doesn't get talked about enough, like at yeah. all. Guy Pierce, people talk about enough guy pierce definitely doesn't get talked about enough and i'm like you know i get it yeah he was in iron man 3 and people don't like iron man 3 i was like but mm. freaking <laughs> he's been in a lot more things other than that he was in the king's speech memento freaking um i can't think off the top of my head but like uh, he was a lawless did you ever see lawless yeah. he was like one of the creepiest villains in a movie i've ever seen like i'm sorry to me yeah.
1: certain No, I just got a transformation that I've not seen since Chris Pine in um, Smoking Aces. No one ever remembers that Chris Pine was in Smoking Aces.
4: Of course I do.
1: Nothing like Chris Pine. That was the the first flick that Chris Pine, I think I saw him in. Yeah. Was Smoking Aces. That, By the way, that movie's budget had to be stupid high. Everybody that was hot at that time was in that movie. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) Um, and it's just like, how you talk Ben Affleck into what happens to him in that movie?
6: I
4: know.
1: <laughs> like, I but didn't that, read they, that script and go, okay.
4: <laughs> Jason Bateman had a lesser role too.
1: Yeah, I mean, he did. That. And I, I will always say, and again, I'm leaving out spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but the way Ryan Reynolds ends that movie is always, it's always yep. beautiful to me. The, yep. the way that movie hits hard as he's doing it. Oh, yeah. Filmmaking, love it. All right, yep. Joel. To end this out, what director are you going with? Well, Scott. All right, good show. No, I'm just joking, good <laughs> <laughs>
7: Definitely not really Scott. I wa- I was gonna go Steven Spielberg, with like, I got shitted on before I even got to it. <laughs> no, um, you
1: didn't like, he was just like, "You're lazy if you say Steven Spielberg." Um, I like,
3: no, I was saying uh, like me, like I felt like so, I would be lazy because, like you know, I don't know directors that much, so it'd be just be a cop that's, out. That's, like, a, I'm that's sorry. That's an
7: easy one. That's an easy one for sure. But yeah, so I went a different direction after I was shunned, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, um, and that man, um, is beast. Uh, the mo- he's a modern day science fiction giant. Uh, he's doing Dune right now. Yep. Um, that movie looks fucking yep. insane. I can't wait to see that thing. Um, and he's just I'm like he did the most recent Blade Runner, he did Sicario, I think the Prisoners, I think. Sicario
1: is yep. so great.
7: All those prisoners,
1: movies. oh my god, so good.
7: Yeah, yeah no, so I- then he's my guy.
1: I love that pick And what you just said about Dune, if you watch the original Dune, right, it's somewhat of a snooze fest. What well, he yeah. looks like he's able to do with, with his version of Dune to where it's like, it's way more action driven. Um, <laughs> then just like, all right, we're in the desert trying to do some stuff. Like his looks like it's, it'll engage you. And it well, he, like got, he got, he got
3: Jason Momoa. That's like yeah. all I needed he, to he hear. <laughs> the wrong name. He got he t- a he lot got of and I'm now, sorry, he, no, stop with yeah. that All man. Right. People re- I saw Oscar so, Isaac, yeah. You got Oscar Isaac,
7: you is got, Isaac. He got
3: yeah. Zendaya
6: and have you seen Oscar
7: Timothy Isaac training?
6: Chalamet.
7: Yes. That looks
1: dope. I cannot wait for that. I'm just Ooh. saying yeah. Timothy Chalamet is overrated. Okay, i are not going to go into that. But I tell you right now, when they release the photos of Oscar Isaac in that Moon Knight suit, I might literally yeah. spook myself. Like, <laughs> right where I'm at.
4: Are we going to get the three-piece suit or are we going to get the Batman knockoff? C-
1: can I say this, JD? Uh-huh. I told Joelle, I want to see both. I want to see both. That three-piece suit is an iconic look. Even if yeah. it's just for one episode, I don't mind. Yeah. I want to see both. <laughs> I definitely okay. want to see both. Uh, especially, I-, I-, I told Joelle, the aesthetic of Moon Knight in all white and then seeing the red blood stains in that all white. Yeah. Oh, that's going to visually pop. I need that. Yeah. I so need that. Um, but alright, guys. That's what we got for this first half of our uh, sci-fi show. Uh, wow. We'll be doing sci-fi fantasy at some point. Maybe not next week. I don't know. I'm really playing along with Pete's, uh, Pete's uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all I've been thinking about since he said it. I've just Wait, but what about. kind of like conspiracy
3: Government conspiracy, movie Where, conspiracy. Where do you want to go, Tia? We can go anywhere. We can go <laughs> we, government, we can go get, aliens. <laughs> I
1: want to get so deep into conspiracy theories, we get removed from YouTube. And I, I was going
3: to say, things. like, are the I FBI going to show up at our freaking doorstep type wow. of conspiracy theory? <laughs> Not theories? for
2: nothing. Do you remember when YouTube went down worldwide for like, I don't know, whatever it was, 15, 20 minutes or yeah. something like that, mm. and everybody freaked out? hmm First thing I did was start going looking at some of my usual haunts, and (laughs) at least four of them were gone gone out of the blue. Just gone. Yep, 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 yep. Some of them wound up on Gaia, which is a great website if anybody wants to check out. Um, I thought you
1: said Goya. I was going to say, they make good stuff.
3: (laughs) That's a rabbit hole, but uh pete you should watch there's these two youtubers one of them's called nexpo and the other is nick crowley and they do like all sort of like deep web conspiracy reddit like things like and i was nick never crowley really...
2: sounds familiar
3: yeah he's like growing his channel he's about like 500 000 or something and like I... god one day i just started watching and i was like what's going on? I need to know the answers here. So like, check those two YouTubers yeah, out. It's crazy. Series,
1: whenever you go into them, it's, it's never like, oh, I just watched one video and then I went to sleep. It's like, dude, I'm nine videos in, and my eyes are like so heavy. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love it. We'll get into that. But the, the show I'm most excited for is the one where we get into the show Invincible. Um, yeah. I cannot wait to do that. This last episode was yeah, these knees. Woof was an episode. Thank you, Marshal um, Ali. Thank you, yeah. thank, you, thank you, Yep, and shout out to my boy, um, Jeffrey Donovan, who was a uh, Machine Man, he was a voice for Machine Man. Oh,
4: okay. Jeffrey yep. Donovan, what did he do? I, was
1: I don't know, burn I don't... notice the show, burn notice. That was okay, like good a good show. It was like a modern it. A team, honestly. Okay. What it ended up being, um, but yeah, so make sure you guys check out the latest episode. We should do. Um, we should
3: definitely do uh, most uh, overrated actors uh, oh
1: episode. <laughs> I won't be here for that one. No thank you. I know where Tia is going. No, thank you.
4: Um, why? Why are you bringing up? Well, you know, I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to mention uh, um, uh, the two Australian actors who were groomed. To take over <laughs> Jai oh.
1: Courtney, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, I hated Jai Courtney and Sam Worthington. Oh, Thank if you. I could fight two people in this world, I would. <laughs> fight both of them. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Mackey is slowly climbing that list for me. I'm like, oh, you did <laughs> in that Sam Worthington conversation. I don't you
3: know because, yes, ult- Ultra Carbon 2, he killed the series for me yeah, yeah. Well, joan and i did can i tell you this Juwan and i were big fans of alter carbon season one so an mm-hmm. alter carbon season two came out we're like all right we're gonna watch it you know we'll do a review i swear if you go back and <laughs> listen to that review i don't think we had like one nice thing to say well, well, see, we, we like <laughs> he said that it ended
6: yeah
3: that was the best <laughs> yeah it was just like the whole time I was like, I miss Joel Kinnaman. I miss Joel yeah. Kinnaman
1: too. <laughs> the whole time i watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm just like, only two left, only two left, only two left, only two left. Don't blow it. Left. Don't blow it. Um, yeah, absolutely. But thank you guys for tuning into this all new episode of Figure It Out. Um, we did not do what we usually do. We didn't have any sci-fi figures, so we, we'll make sure that we make up for it when we do our fantasy episode. Um, but I did show off a little bit of Fantastic Four, and that is sci-fi. So we got a little bit in there.
5: Yeah,
1: uh, um, By the way, Joel, I am coming over for those Transformers. Don't think I forgot. I did not. Uh, <laughs> get my McDonald's figures ready, Joel. Um, but all right, guys. What's the? Oh, Steven tented. Tented fun. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, look at that. We got, some, so we got <laughs> some figures in. <laughs> we got some figures in. <laughs> but thank funny. you guys very much. Please check out all new uh, from Pete's Basement. We broke down Godzilla vs. King Kong um, and literally everything else in the geek realm. <laughs> Stuff to talk yeah. About. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Tia has at least a million interviews podcast page legit a million there's i oh think i think america's running out of people for tia
3: <laughs> <laughs> i still haven't gotten joel Kinneman yet What <laughs> day tia, that happens <laughs>
1: you know what we got to make sure tia never gets that we saw what happens when you get all the infinity stones we
3: can't make sure <laughs> so so can i tell you really quick i'm sorry to like prolong us anymore but it's like joel Kinneman, john bernthal pablo schreiber Chris Evans, and I'm trying to think who, and Scoot McNary. Once I get those 5 you be like, well, it's been a really great run at GBN. I got
1: out of it what I needed to. I got out of it while I was on That's top. Funny. I did everything I needed to. But I'm just picturing when she does that, like her eyes will glow. Like she'll start like <laughs> spouting some crazy language you've never heard of before. Um, but no, uh, make sure you guys check that out. Me and Joelle did um, Much to do About Nothing yesterday. Make sure you check that out. And make sure you guys are checking out JD's comics. Pete sold you on it last week, okay? When we did our episode, go check it out. Unstoppable Comics, right, JD?
4: Unstoppablecomics.com. Yes, ladies .com. and gentlemen. Thank you, you thank you, you, you thank you, you. Checking
1: it out, absolutely. And I will tell you right now, outside of Hasbro, JD's got the best figures in the game. So, oh, you mean, uh, you are checking that out. You mean
4: this coming soon since Uh, we're getting our our Uh, 13th year anniversary um i gotta update you we finalized all our images from the sculptor
1: make sure you guys make sure you guys are staying tuned for that i always said this i always said if toy soldiers were to happen my house jd's house and pete's house would be like the worst places to live if (laughs) i came to life and we're just like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd
4: be like, I've seen the shit you do, my man.
5: <laughs> I mean,
3: look, all I see is like Pete is just like surrounded by them. He's, he'd be doomed. Look at you. Are you serious? My goodness.
2: The weapons are not but four feet that way. It just takes one little jump. <laughs>
1: um no I will, I, got say, this. I will say if my toys came alive i would have to put tape over their mouths they don't need to be saying shit anyway <laughs> make sure you guys stay tuned for an all new episode next week of figure it out thank you all for joining me Our, uh tia joining us once again thank you to joel jd and pete and we'll see you guys same time same place next week so then hey
6: Thanks bye you. guys hello with